All right, back to That Metal Podcast, episode 12. Got my co-host, Manny. What's up, Dave? Just chilling, dude. So, um, just got back from 70K, you know, fucking tired. Uh, that's all I've been up to lately, but... Dude, I wanted to discuss that already. Like, yeah. Have a few <laughs> questions about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. That's the, so, first, first question is always like, uh, since I always kind of feel like we always have to expand our minds, mm-hmm. what have you been listening to lately? Well, I don't think this is a, this would fall under metal, but yeah, it's rock, I guess. Oh, well, it is rock. Um, sure. It's an album from Roger Waters called, is it Radio Chaos? Mm-hmm. It might be Radio Chaos, but, uh I like Roger Waters for the fact that he's a, um, he makes like a political statement. Yeah. And most of his albums are about, you know, having a say against the current government system. Yeah. And, oh no, it's actually called The Muse to Death. That's Mm -hmm. the album. Is that recent? What do you mean? How long, when did that come out? 92. Okay. That's from his solo career. He's obviously from Pink Floyd. Right. And, I mean, I would really recommend that album for people that are into Floyd. Pink Floyd, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not metal, like I said, but it's... Yeah. I was listening to that album earlier. Yeah. And I really, I really, really enjoy that album. Like, I could listen to it from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, What about you? You know, I, um, I was thinking about that when we're... We're, you know, pre-production. We're just talking, whatever. Yeah. And it's funny because, I mean, other than the the album that we're going to... That I'm going to review. That I'm going to give a review mm-hmm. for. Yeah. And the... Um, the recommendation that I'm going to give as well. I've been listening to a lot of those too lately. But ever since I got back from 70K, man, there's just so many fucking bands that I just mm-hmm. didn't want to listen to shit when I got home. Really? Yeah, dude. I've been. I just heard so much music out there, uh, so I've just been chilling out, listening to podcasts. You know, uh, uh, Joe, uh, George Perez stories, or I'll listen to like, um, you know, Rogan or whatever. Um, just Joe shit Rogan. That, yeah, just shit that's out there. But I'll be just. I'll be. I've been listening to that, especially in the mornings before going to work. Yeah. Usually, I'll be listening to fucking like um, metal just to pump me up to get me ready for the day, or whatever. And but this week I've been real calm, just chill, just been listening to a lot of podcasts and whatnot. You're meddled out from yeah. the. From I the think cruise? I think it's just uh, a little bit, yeah. I just want to listen, and I've been listening, obviously, like the old classic stuff, yeah, yeah, uh, a lot of foreigner and, and just how was Sodom? You know what? I missed fucking no. Sodom, dude. Yeah, because I'll tell you, I'll tell you, man. Well, let's get into seventy k. We'll talk about the other topic afterwards. Okay, but uh, so. What ended up happening was you had to, you had to pick, you get, you're going to make some sacrifices, man, because there was a lot of bands playing and there was like two or three bands playing at one time at the same exact time. So you had to pick shit. Who am I going to, who am I going to pick to go watch at that time? You know what I mean? So you had to decide shit. And so there were a lot of bands that I, I, I couldn't miss. Like I, I missed, uh, Sodom and I missed Timot. There were a lot of bands that I didn't get to watch. Um, hey, so that, uh, like, 
I heard shows would go up to like 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, yeah there are some bands playing at 5.15 a.m. That's too uh, late or too yeah. early. Or... Well, you know what? Because you think of it as like living on the ship for those days, right? You're just living on there. Uh, and, and really quick to just recap. I'm talking about the 70,000 tons of metal cruise that's on uh, through uh, Royal Caribbean. And it's basically a metal festival. Uh, and it goes out to... Sometimes to the Bahamas, this one went to Haiti, a uh, beautiful place. Uh, next year, next in 2020, it's going to go to Cozumel, Mexico. Oh, Cozumel. Cozumel, Mexico. Oh, nice. So that's next year, uh, January 11th. No, January 7th through 11th. It's a Tuesday through Saturday, I believe. Uh, and that's next year for the 10-year anniversary. So it's going to be big bands, I believe. That, that, I mean, major bands probably going to be going. Maybe some from the original. Dave Mustaine yeah. wants to get in yeah. it. Dave Mustaine's doing his... Um, mega cruise. His mega cruise with a bunch of mega boring bands. But, like, I would... <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to be on the same boat as Dave. Why? Because, um, you know, um, I have a good friend who had uh, backstage passes to meet him. Yeah. And as soon as he walked in, he's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and, he, and he right away started talking shit to my buddy. And he was like, hey, man, I have... I have my meeting Yeah. And he's like, oh. And then, you know, it was just kind of strange. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I don't know if I want to be in the same boat or, you know, do you think he'd be? I would want to meet him. I would love to meet him. You know, I mean, he's in that situation where he has to talk to you. Was he going to fucking hide in his cabin for the entirety of the trip? they want their privacy as the, well. Like, they so, don't want to be bugged. So, so the major, the major, some of the major, like, unwritten like rules I would say that people we were talking about in the forum the 70k forum you know don't talk to band members when they're eating you know yeah let them have their yeah if they're with their woman if they're with their woman and they're checking out a band or whatever leave them alone don't talk to them dude yeah some of the more common sense things that you would think are common sense you'd have to like you know the people have to go over that and so I saw Tony Campos, you know Tony Campos from Static X, and he's in Soulfly, and he's in Brujeria. I think he was in Fear Factory for a little bit. Yeah. He might have been in Asesino, and I think he might have played for Brujeria for one album, or briefly. I'm not too you sure. You saw him eating dinner? He was just hanging out with his woman, and they were coming out of a show. Yeah. I think they were watching um, Dark Funeral, and I'm like, hey, what's up, Tony? I just went like that to him, and he's like, hey, what up? He just like really but he acknowledged you, yeah. Oh, and I'm like, nice to have you, <laughs> just yeah. to be a dumbass. <laughs> he's like, he just shook his head at me, and then you know, like Barney from Napalm, yeah, dude from Napalm Death. I saw that fucker everywhere. Really? He was everywhere, everywhere, he's everywhere. Playing putt putt. Yeah, no, but he was <laughs> he was in the in the cafeteria, the windjammer, eating a lot, and uh, I just where I'd see him, I saw him the most, and just walking around, and he was like, I would just shake my head, and he would shook his head at me, like, what's up? And that's it. I didn't want to talk to him. I didn't want to bug him. Should have taken uh, a picture with him. I didn't want to, dude. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I felt like, I don't know. I didn't want to be in their space, you know. Excuse me. I just didn't want to be in their in their space because he wasn't alone most of the time. So he wasn't approachable. Not as much as, as I'd like for them to be at that time. I mean, yeah. uh, if, if they were solo, yeah. But they were, um, the, most of the people I saw were never solo. There's a band that played in that uh, 70 Tons that yeah. I got to meet, but they were really like friendly and approachable. And Yeah. Um, I took a picture with them last time they came. Who was it? Ex Mortis? Yeah. 
I fucking missed them, dude. They were playing so fucking late at night. Well, that yeah, five in the morning. That's yeah. how that's that's how I found out that they were playing that late. Yeah, they're they're. And then they played another seven like p.m. show. Yeah. yeah. But they had like a really good turnout. I wasn't like I didn't even know that that band was gonna be on that cruise. Yeah, they were they're one of the bands. I mean, there were sixty, and for me, a good fifteen twenty, I didn't care for. And after that, it became like, who do I really want to see? Like, who is it that I really want to see? I can tell you right now for sure, except I saw them twice. Fucking Chingones. Um, I saw Riot. I saw them twice. Yeah. Outstanding. Uh, probably my favorite um, band of, of that the whole thing. I got to see uh, Bloodbath. Those guys were fucking outstanding. Death, old school death metal. Nice. Um, but my other favorite... Man, they were just excellent live. was uh, Coroner. Coroner, man. Kind of like progressive, techy, death, uh, like metal, you know. Yeah. Super awesome. Um, Rage is another great band, but Rage is more of like, German, I think it's like a German traditional metal type band. Did they you had, buy any merchandise yes. from them? Uh, I did not because their merch, their merch system is really weird. So it's kind of like you go to the butcher, you take a number, and they call your ass to go up. It's the same thing. So you get a number, and then you have to... Whenever your number's called, and your number's being placed on TVs and stuff like that. So you, if you don't have your phone with you, you can check to see what number is on at the TV at that time. Yeah. So if you need to go. Uh, and then, yeah, from there, you had to kind of, you could do like, uh, I think they allowed a um, a flyby. So you could check everything out. Then you had to write it down on, on a sheet of paper. That's too complicated. It is way too complicated for me. Just take my money. Yeah. Give me my goddamn yeah, shit. They weren't making it very easily. So for me, I didn't go because of all that bullshit. I was like, you know what? This is too much. I'll just order online or whatever. I ain't going to deal with this bullshit. I did buy, however, 70K t-shirts. Okay. So I bought one from this year, and I bought one from last year. And it and it gives you the, the names of the bands, and it gives you the year, whatever. I bought, awesome. I bought them both. Um, I bought them both long sleeve, because I, I like... They they had, like, a better design than long sleeves. Yeah. Those are always cool. Um, so... The one thing I found, uh, I found myself, um, a lot of people were asking, hey, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? And, and it was, I met so many people, man. Germans, Australians, people from Mexico, people from Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, Swedish, Norwegian. But please tell me you said it proudly where you're from. Yeah. So, of course, I'm like, shit, El Paso, Texas, man. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I've heard of El Paso, I've heard of El Paso. And it got to the point where, I'm totally right, it got to the point where I'm saying I'm from El Paso, Texas, like a fucking vegan says they're a fucking vegan. You know, it comes from out of nowhere sometimes. Oh, hey, I'm vegan, by the way. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey I'm from El Paso. I'm from El Paso, Texas, man. I'm from El Paso. Like, it just, it became this, like, running joke, dude. Like, <laughs> that was just, like, it just, it was so fucking bizarre, man. That's but, awesome. Yeah, but it was really fucking cool. The one thing that I that I could tell you for sure was pleasantly surprised. Besides everybody, a lot of people speaking English. Yeah. The vast majority of were speaking Spanish. Were they speaking it in uh like in an accent? Oh like, fuck yeah, where they're from. Oh yeah, coño, ya lo que, yeah. Que lo que tu quieres. Yeah. So really? yeah. So yeah, you had Puerto Ricans, you had Cubans, Spaniards, man, from Barcelona, yeah. uh, Madrid. There's a lot of Spaniards out there, dude. 
Um, bunch of metalheads over there. Oh fuck yeah, they're all they're international metalheads. This is like an international. You know how like there's like mobsters and shit. Yeah. Where they have one meeting every year, or whatever the fuck. This is like all the international metalheads coming together just to chill. Um, and you know people from Costa Rica, Colombia, Argentina. There's some from uh, yeah, in Mexico. You know, just all over, man. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, just just you know, there's a pizza place called Sorrento's. You could eat twenty four. Seven, it's open 24-7 if you don't catch the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, I call it the cafeteria, but it's called the Windjammer. And it's, like, it's like a buffet, right? But I call it a cafeteria for just for lack of a better term, you know? And um, yeah, there uh, at the pizza place, um, you just hear all these different languages while you're there. Because everybody's eating pizza and shit like that, whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was pretty but rad, you mostly man. hear Spanish? I heard a lot of Spanish, dude. I mean, a lot of Spanish. And I had talked to... This is my first year. Yeah. And there are other people who have gone previous years. And they said that every year you hear more and more Spanish. We need to have uh, a podcast in, yeah. just in Spanish yeah. for listeners. That, that, would be, that would be interesting. I think they'd probably fucking hate us. Ese but, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> El podcast metalero. Metalero. Yeah. <laughs> Ese podcast de metal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is a lot of... Um, uh, a lot of that... I actually got to meet this band, uh, Necrogoblicon. Shout out to you guys. Uh, I met the drummer. No, the, the guitarist. Sound tech. The keyboardist also. Uh, we're cool. just we we're just chilling. We we're just hanging out outside, having a smoke. And I actually didn't know they were in Necrogoblicon. Yeah. And then we started talking about music. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a set, you know, super late and blah, blah. I'm like, who? who which band are you in? And oh, I was like, cool. oh, shit, that's badass. And so, like, you know, I went to go check them out fucking yeah. late. And then I got to buy... You should have told uh, them to hook you up with some merch. Uh, nah, I didn't want to... Like, I, again, I don't want to pry too much, you know? Yeah. I got to hang out with... Uh, well, I had a beer and a conversation with the guitarist for Blood Red Throne. Apparently, he replaced one of those other guitarists that I like. And I didn't know that until he told me, which is really interesting. So you got he got a job. Well, it's because he dropped he dropped his drink, right? He had this like uh, some mixed drink. He dropped it. A mojito. Yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> it was something like that. I think it was like a. Uh, it wasn't that. It was another name. It was a real fucking with like a, a fruity drink. Pia colada. I think it was oh, a pia colada. Okay. So he had he was he was there and he's like all happy because I, I saw him. I was like getting my beer and he's like all happy walking to his friends. And then, boom, he fucking drops his drink in the middle. Yeah, we're on top of the ship. We're on the pool deck in the very, very, the top, top. Yeah. And he was like, ah, I dropped my drink. He's all, like, sad. And I'm like, oh, that sucks, dude. And I'm like, dude, what happened? He's like, I don't know. It just slipped out of my hands. It was was slippery. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that fucking sucks. He's like, I can't, I need to have my drink, man, because then I can't play tonight. And I'm like, and then I'm like, you're so disappointed. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what band are you in? And he's like, Blood Red Throne. And I'm like, no shit. I like that. I like you guys. So I was like, let me buy you a drink. So I, I bought him. Did you? Yeah. I bought him another uh, pina colada. I don't know what he was having. I'm sorry. but it was, yeah. I think it was a pina colada because it was white and had a cherry. And so we just talked for a bit. And then he went on he went with his homies after that. But it's, it's, it's interesting that you just get to see people. Um. Just everywhere, man. I mean, if you just are one of those people who just, even if you don't want to go for for um, to watch bands, because there are a lot of people, dude. 
who didn't even watch bands. Yeah. They were just doing their own shit, man. They are just talking to other people. They would check out a couple of sets. And sometimes you're in areas where you had no choice, but music was going to be there. You know, you were going to be in the area where music was going to be playing. So... But, I mean, you're still... You're going to the Caribbean. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're going out there. How was it? Yeah, it was beautiful, man. Uh, it was a bit... A bit cruel, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was warm. It was very warm. It was... 80-something. It was 90. Oh, Humid as fuck. <clears throat> so, I went out there for a little bit. Came back inside. That was just too much for me. I was just like... Because was, I was already hungover as it is, so... How's the food? So, um, Excellent. But I didn't have any... From the island, if that's what you're asking. Uh, I had only from the the buffet and the pizza place. So they had a lot, a good variety of everything. They had a good variety. Uh, the, the funniest shit, though, I got to tell you, the funniest, funniest thing. Some were divided into, like, regions of the world. And they had American food. Yeah. Hot dogs. Burgers. Hamburgers and pizza. The, that's American? That's, that's all they had there, dude. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, hey, I guess, but what else could they put? You know, steak. They could put a Philly cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak. You know, they can put. I don't know what else. Clam, uh, clam chowder. Clam chowder. Yeah, you know, brisket. List a lobster biscuit. What do you call them? But uh, hey, but that's very generic though. Yeah. Like that food sucks. It was. <laughs> you know, that's Burgers, why. I, that's why I was laughing. I mean, I ended hot up. Dogs. I ended up just eating stuff like. Um, you know, they had like. Uh, they had steak and stuff like that. So I was eating that. They had lamb chops. I was eating that. Oh, nice. uh, they have, for for all you vegans and vegetarians, they had a, a vegan and vegetarian, like, friendly sections. Gl- yeah. Gluten-free sections. They had a little bit of everything. Uh, so they don't leave anybody out. Everybody's welcome to go. If they're thinking, oh, man, maybe that might be a deal breaker. No, it's cool. That, I, I would think that's fine. And Are you going next year? You know what? I don't know. I love being on there, and I loved, you know, the experience. But I de- I still need to wait to see if there's any more. Like when they start announcing bands later this year, yeah. If it's a concrete, if there's at least ten or more that I'm like for sure they're gonna be good, then I'm all for sure fucking go, dude. Because um, to be honest with you, it's it's a little bit of a hassle just to get out there and come back. You know what I mean? Because it's then because you have to fly to fucking Fort Lauderdale. And I stayed a day before, you know, because I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to get there in the beginning because of the government shutdown and then they opened everything up again. So I felt, oh, that's I felt, right. I felt relieved after that, you know, because uh, TSA workers were like, yeah, they didn't give a fuck anymore. You know, they were just like, eh, you know, so I was like, fuck, I don't know if that's going to help or not, you know. Yeah. So I went a day earlier and then this time I, uh, I got back on Monday and I wanted to change my flight to Monday instead of Tuesday because I didn't want to stay another another day over there. And uh, you start getting like, I want to go home already. You know, I just want to get, uh, I just want to get home. And wow, they were gonna charge me three fifty to change my flight to Monday. Wow. So Southwest. I mean, I love Southwest. Don't get me wrong, but that sucks, man. They're That's expensive. They're yeah, because you pay the difference between the flight you got to that other flight. Yeah. And the thing is, is I because I got my flight so early, I got it cheaper. And so it worked somehow against me when it come when it came to that. Well, so that kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I got to really, uh, I got to hang out with a lot of Germans. The, we got we got along very well. Really? And, yeah. And um, so 
we had a crazy night and uh what was fucking hilarious is like the beers so like you know if you're drinking a beer a, a normal 12 ounce beer Dos Equis, Bud Light, Budweiser which I have another story about Bud Light right now yeah um those are all 10 bucks that's with gratuity for a, uh, 12 ounce 12, for a 12 ounce okay so it's nine nine algo nine something and I think the Corona was the cheapest it was like eight something uh, but that's still 12 ounce. Now, if you're smart, <clears throat> you, you'll do what probably everybody does. They're getting Fosters. <laughs> yeah. And those are our big ass 32 ounce can, man. Those are two and a half beers in each, man. Big fat ass can. Yeah. And those are 10 bucks. So I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm going to just be drinking Fosters, dude. It's worth the money. It's two and a half beers. Instead of just getting one, I'll just get two and a half. Fuck that. So... Um, I was drinking those like they were normal beers, dude. Really? I was, I yeah, I had to, I, I had to change my mindset. This is not two and a half beers. This is just one beer. Yeah. So I started drinking. I I drank a shit ton of those men over there. Um, and so I was kicking it with the Germans, and so we were drinking and shit. And uh, we had a good time, man. Give them a run for the money, dude. Give them a run yeah. for the money, man, because they're like. The fuck is the wicked? He could drink a lot, man. Do so, they speak English like fluently? Some, some of them. It's like broken. Some, some broken English, but some are really well. Okay, spoken very well. Enough, and it was enough that you communicate. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so they made an effort, and we're like exchanging words, like yeah, how, how, you know, they're like, "How do you say this in Spanish? How do you say that?" It was fucking hilarious. That's cool. So, I taught them how to say chingon. Oh, did you really? <laughs> for everything yeah chingon yeah and after a while they were like they picked it up right away and they were like chingon damn hell <laughs> it yeah was, it was fucking great man so I just I want if you guys are listening uh, Marco Zerline you guys are fucking badass and also um, let's see Marco shout out. Zerline Lars Lars también you guys are all fucking cool man so uh, one of the bands that I saw I think that was really um uh, Surprising and amazing was Camelot, straight up power metal. Um, Grim Reaper were outstanding as always. You know, I missed Steve. them when they came to Las Cruces. Yeah, Steve. Steve could have played or sang with Onslaught. Yeah, because they did an album, and they asked them to appear on an album on the song, and mm-hmm. he didn't want to. I think really? he's. I think he gets a little salty. With them guys, but Onslaught was badass, dude. Okay, uh, Grim Reaper, they're great. How was the sound? How did the you know what? A lot of people were complaining that the sound sucked, but they're fucking stupid. It sounded outstanding, dude. Yeah, I don't know what people are bitching about. It didn't sound good. I don't know where the fuck you're sitting. So, was it indoors or both? Okay, the there's a pool deck way out top that's outdoors, nice big ass fucking uh stage area, and then the rest were inside. They were like one was a theater. One was a small, like, lounge club. That one sucked, though. I think that club sucked in terms of the way it was... Because it was just, like, a straight... Like, the actual floor itself went down into uh, the stage itself. But the amps were piled up on the sides. Yeah. And if you were sitting down on the couches area on either side, you couldn't see the stage very well. Because everybody was standing in the middle, and you just couldn't see. And the ceiling from floor to the ceiling was like eight feet. So it was, you're like really close to the ceiling. So that one um, didn't really make a lot of sense in terms of why would you even want to have bands there? 
It's a huge um, ship. Like yeah, it's, it's a not, huge ship. But the sound were it's always not good. meant to be a venue, right? But the sound was always good, dude. It, in other words, I mean, I don't know what the fuck they expect. Other people were bitching about it, and they yeah. had gone years. Yeah, I don't know what you're expecting. What do you want this to be like? Fucking CD quality, you know, album quality. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's a metal. It's a you're playing. Loud, you're playing fucking fast, you're playing this music that might not just sound the same. And you know what? These guys, it's it's it, it comes with the territory of a festival. Sometimes festivals are played, sometimes the sound sucks. I didn't yeah, get right. I didn't get any uh sound that was bad though. I didn't feel like any of the bands sounded ugly. I think they actually sound all of them sounded pretty good. Um uh, maybe a couple of you know, maybe somebody had to get their mic raised a little bit or the yeah. guitar raised a little bit, but that's not a big deal. Um, and then uh, Paradise Lost, just nothing but, you know, just he- slow, headbanging fucking goodness, man. Those guys are so good. Nice. Um, Pestilence, dude. How God was that? damn it. Those Dutch bastards. This was so good, dude. Yeah. Because they were just playing. I saw them twice. They're just so... Um, precise it was just because it's like a little a little technical yeah you know? but they're playing so precise they're just playing everything and they they were like it reminded me of uh if there ever is like a if they were to continue let's say if for whatever reason if they wanted to continue death mm-hmm. he the singer from pestilence the guitarist he could be the singer for death. the same name he has yeah, if it, if 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 what for whatever reason, if that if it ever happened, yeah, he could be a natural successor in terms of okay. the voice. Uh, even if it's just a tribute, because there is a tribute. I think it's uh, Death. Uh, I'm not aware. I forgot of the name of the band, but it's ex members, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they did. Um, it's a Death tribute. I think Death to All. I think that's what it is. But how he, do they sound? Uh, I haven't heard them yet. Oh. I think they're going to release them. An album, DVD, I think, mm-hmm. or they might have already. But this dude, he would be perfect to do that. Okay. Because he sounds just like Chuck. Like, it's eerie, actually. Um, the Black Dahlia Murder, oddly enough, fucking love them. They really? were so fucking, yeah, man, because there's just like super melodic fucking technical death. It was just really fucking, it was just a lot of fun. Um, and it was funny because the, the Germans all wanted to go up front. And I was like, dude, yeah. I want to go to the side and just enjoy it man like you're gonna I'm get my beer up in the front yeah i want to drink my beer dude yeah. and no nobody was bothering me or anything it was just cool there was enough people that they would have their own little section where they would do a pit or whatever the fuck yeah i was gonna ask where yeah. they moshing oh there was a lot of moshing stage was, diving uh yeah well not stage diving uh like where they what do you call them it's crowd surfing tell me they picked up a guy in a wheelchair they did <laughs> they did they did uh and they it was a lot of fun i mean i saw a lot all these people it was funny too because when we we're in napalm yeah uh i accidentally got into a fucking pit trying to get my friend because we're trying to get our friend because we're like let's How do you go. accidentally get into because i was <laughs> i was at the edge i was at the edge I, man i know and exactly whoop, what you're talking about yeah you just get swooped in and then um I'm like, where, I'm like, where's fucking Marco? Like, looking for this <laughs> the way. And, you know, just, like, going around and shit. Oh, and, man. And then you see him. I'm like, hey, wait, we gotta go. Let's go. But you managed to survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I, uh, I, when I was walking, like, back out of it, yeah. Uh, somebody pushed me and I fucking slipped. I did a, a pinchy home alone. Whoop, I fucking fell oh, on my back man. and shit. Yeah. Fell right on my back. 
But everybody stopped, ran right up to me and fucking picked my ass up okay. and shit. It was quick, dude. They were so fucking... They were... Everybody was super friendly, obviously, but it was super cool. And they just stopped right away and like, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? And then some dude is like, hey, wait. He, hey, dude, I cut your beard, man. It's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, thanks, man. So... Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. You accidentally got into the yeah. pit. Yeah, because we're looking for... I was looking because we're going to go to another... Uh, another show yeah and we because unfortunately that's what happens too is like sometimes you want to to if you want to get to another show a little early get a good spot you have yeah. to like leave the show that you're at you know oh, okay so, so you don't have to but i just wanted to get good spots yeah. most of the time so we got to see the vast majority of napalm they're really good man they're fucking i mean obviously people who love napalm death or they get oh, wet. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, and it was funny because, like, on one of the shows, I forgot which band we were watching. Uh-huh. We were getting ready to leave to another show, Tambien. And this is by the pool area. And we are trying to get Marco to come back out because he was in the pit again. And he got mad. And he was like, he went over, he went over to the pool area. Yeah. And he told the girls in the pool, because we were like, what are you doing? And they started throwing water at us. Why? Because he he told them to throw water at us. Because he was, oh. and he's like, "I'm not done yet." And he went back into the pit, and I was like, "Oh shit! All right." Yeah. <laughs> so we were just waiting for him on the side, like, "Let's go, fool!" You know, we got another band to check out. Yeah. So it was pretty fucking funny. Um, but yeah, the vast majority of the people were definitely friendly. Um, just a bunch of friendly metalheads. Ah, yeah, everywhere and polite. Okay. Polite as fuck. Yeah. Please, thank you. Like, hold the door. Like, really fucking nice, dude. That's awesome. So I was like, man, this is great, dude. Um, you don't want a rude asshole like ruining the experience. Nah, I didn't see anybody like that. Really, I didn't really get an experience. Oh, one guy. Uh, I told him, hey man, you have a cool mustache. He's like, yeah, it's on my face and. Oh, what a cocksucker! Uh, I was like, right, whatever. And that was actually right before the. That's when I saw Tony Campos walking out of the of the venue too. So I okay. I, I just kind of like, ah, whatever. I don't care about Fuck this guy. guy. <laughs> it's, it's Tony Campos right there, man. It's fucking midget. He's so tiny. Yeah. He's so little, man. With a big ass goatee and shit. He's fucking cool though. Um, but my one of my the bucket list I guess bucket list bands was God Dethroned. Mm-hmm. God Dethroned. Who else? Uh, Riot for sure. Uh, Bloodbath. Bloodbath for me were one of the. Um, Are these bands that would have normally not, not played here in El Paso? Bloodbath, like Sodom, that doesn't have their passports or their visas, <laughs> their visas. or whatever. Uh, yeah, Bloodbath would never probably hit the U.S. Uh, they tried doing a mini tour. I think they had like five or six dates on that mini North American tour, and it was mostly East Coast. Uh, I think they canceled that. Um, and so a lot of the bands now you probably wouldn't been able to see, um, and so you have to go into international waters. We had to go into <laughs> to the Atlantic Ocean for real <laughs> in order to see them. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, there is a lot of good bands. God Dethroned. I don't think I've ever seen them tour. I uh, that, that sounds like a, I'm pretty sure they 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 played here. It sounds like a band that I would have heard. Like I'm pre- it sounds very familiar. Yeah. They've been around for years, man, but they were a metal blade. Yeah. But no, I don't think I don't think they've ever gone gone around or they've done No? I don't think so. I'll look into it. But I, I would have jumped on it if I knew. Um Kalma. 
or Calma. Those mm-hmm. guys were fucking great. But also, uh, Children of Bottom. Uh, clone, so, clone. So besides that other band that you mentioned earlier, was there a band you weren't like uh, a fan of that you became a fan of? Rage. Yeah? Rage. It's like traditional... I want to say it's like traditional metal. And then they rage on stage? They were... Oh, dude, yeah. Nice. The singer is just this, this you know, kind of stocky, bald dude, older yeah. gentleman. It's just a three-piece, right? I need to check him out. Yeah, and then they had a little orchestra in the back, little mini, you know, string section, whatever. And his voice was powerful, um, but he was charismatic, and it was just... his he, So much passion coming out of this guy. Just He just exuded just... Passion, dude. Metal passion, dude. Yeah. You could see it, man, in his voice. And you could see it, you know. You could just hear it. And I was just like, holy fuck. And I wouldn't have seen him if it weren't for the Germans. They're like, hey, man. Because they're cause Rage is from Germany. Okay. So they're, I'm like, these guys are German. He's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I knew it. So, yeah. They became one of the, my, my favorites of the of the night. Um, I fucking missed obituary. That's one that I missed. But they come yeah. around often. So, I, I, I'll check them out whenever the hell I get a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say, I also saw, I was telling you earlier, I saw, it was Soulfly, but it was, uh, they did the entire Roots album, the Bloody, yeah. uh, Roots, Bloody Roots and all that shit. They did the entire album. It was really cool. And I think Fuck they did a couple yeah. of, a couple of hits also. They did a couple of hits from just Sepultura. Um, and they were, it was awesome. Dude, yeah, I can just awesome. imagine the crowd. Yeah, it was uh, it was like I think the biggest crowd, really, of the whole night I saw together. Holy the, fuck, they were yeah. together, <clears throat> and there was a lot of fucking people there that night because it was at night. It was a uh, they were all there, man. It was really cool. What was a perfect yeah. spot for like the good bands? Like nine, ten. Yeah, I mean five o'clock in the mornings too. Like people are gonna be like passed out by. I that. would say anything. Yeah, anything past seven was a was a really good spot, you know. Because if, yeah, man, what time what, would the would the show start? The eleven the bands, eleven. So there was a good time for you to go take a nap, go mimis, eat, yeah, and whatever. There was actually some days where there was nothing going on for like for me that I didn't want to check any bands out. Or were you too hungover? So that was only one day. Oh, that was only one day. But I recovered and I went out that night. Besides, like nothing was going on anyways, because everybody because we we had already landed. Yeah. So there was nothing going on until later on that day. So uh, by that time, yeah, I had already felt better. Uh, I took some anti-anxiety medication. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, because it helps with my hangover. And I went. I know that. Yeah. For yeah, and so I went over to. Uh, was it like, at ten or something? That's when I checked out um, God Dethroned and mm-hmm. just started my night from there. But <clears throat> I just but I just got nothing but waters. I'm just drinking shitloads of water. Yeah. And I stayed up till like four that night just watching different bands play. And, That's awesome. Yeah. And it was funny, dude, because there was like this thing where, uh, I don't know if it's Metal Injection or Blabbermouth, where they were putting articles up uh, that people were falling asleep. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I saw some pictures yeah. of people being yeah. shit-faced. But, okay, now there is other people who have been going to this cruise for a long time. They're like, well, if you fall asleep, 
I want to draw on your face and blah, 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 like whatever. I'm like, fuck you, dude. That's, That's not fair. That, no, That's not, not fair. It's not. Because, first of all, it's not fair because there you do so much walking. You do so many things there. And plus you're drinking or whatever. And maybe you just finished eating. And you just want to take a nap somewhere. There's a difference between <laughs> yeah. being shit-faced and passing out somewhere and just being just tired. Just don't pass out because there, yeah. there's going to be a big cog drawn on your forehead. Yeah, exactly. That's, what I, that's all I heard. So what's fucking crazy is that if you go to the theater or even the lounge, the star yeah. lounge, dude, the seats are so comfortable. Oh, are they? Yeah, man. There, I was straight up, I was like drinking beer and some and like nodding off. And I was like, what the fuck? The music's so loud and you're like thinking, is how that, am I going to fall asleep? people were like falling asleep on? Like they're napping there? No, there was just those ones that they caught. Those were those guys were shit faced. Yeah, they, they were taking pictures of them. They were taking pictures of them, whatever. And they were just so tired. They just fuck. They just they just fall asleep, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens. I mean, it's just one of those things where you're walking around so much that you're, you're bound to fall asleep somewhere. And that's not because you're shit faced. It's just because you're, you're tired, dude. Uh, or it's just really comfortable. Like telling the the seats in the theater and the seats in the star lounge. There's, Especially if you go uh, swimming, dude, it tires. Oh, like, dude, the fuck out that's single-handedly one of the things that will yeah, you tire you really out easily. Yeah. You just feel it. But, you know, I never, um, I would nod off here and there, but, because the seats were so comfy. Yeah. And you're, you're in your, you're in your element. Yeah. Listening to metal. And some people are like, how can you fall asleep to that? It's actually really easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can fall asleep to metal pretty easily. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter what it is. You, if you're going to fall asleep, you're going to fall asleep. But it, it lulled me to sleep, I would say. You know, just like fucking... You're nine, like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to... I would just like... crash out. Up. Yeah. But I would wake up. I would wake up. You walk to the next... You're place. on a cruise? I mean, you are supposed to like... I don't know, enjoy yourself. And... Yeah. But I mean, it's like... There are no rules at the same time. Yeah. You know, if I want to take a nap here, because that's, I think that's the key. What I would do is, between bands, eat some pizza, go get some beer. Power nap. And then... I, I would you power go, nap it? I did, yeah. Um, yeah, because otherwise cause, there's no way of, like, being yeah. able to stay up, like, the whole night. Yeah, because there are a couple of hours here and there, everywhere, that there are, ah, there's a couple of bands I don't really care to see. Yeah. Or nothing's really going on. Go back to the room and just sleep for a little bit and then get back out. <coughs> Again. Get some more of that pizza. <laughs> and that it's, pizza? it's like it's like it's it's alright. I mean it's not the best pizza. Yeah. But it's like Like hot yeah. pockets or it's, no, no, they're like real pizzas, you know. They were like they reminded me of like uh, you know, if you were to get like frozen pizza, you know. And, yeah. And they just made mass quantities of that shit, you know what I mean? So it was like frozen pizza stuff. You know, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best either. But it's still pizza. It was still pizza, man. It was free. You, know, <laughs> you eat it whenever you want. And they right. won't tell you shit, you know? Yeah. And so it was good. They had And they had, like, a lot of different water stands, like, <clears throat> water with, like, kiwi or water with... Cucumber some, water. Yeah, they had stuff <laughs> like that. Cucumber water. And they, they had strawberry water. And then they had just normal water. Uh, and then up there in the cafeteria, they had uh, the windjammer. They had, like, lemonade and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, so it was, it was, it was quite an experience, and that's why I'm saying like, um, is it really worth it? I I think absolutely it's really fucking worth it. Uh, what you pay for it depends on the cabin you get. Could range between I would say twelve hundred to sixteen hundred, depending on where what 
area Are of the, the ship. Are the rooms comfortable? Yeah. I mean, it's like a normal, small hotel room. Yeah. You know, if you get a, a room with um, two small beds and a pull-up couch, it's four people can sleep in there perfectly. And besides that, not everyone's going to be there all the time. There's, there's just everybody does their own shit. You know, yeah. you just go around. I would say that if you're going to go with somebody, it's a lot more difficult coordinating with other people because there's no communication. There's your phone doesn't work out there. Okay. Um, unless you get Wi-Fi, and then you can talk to each other through Messenger on Facebook or whatever the fuck. But there's no absolute way to communicate. So just I, put a tie on your doorknob or a sock. Hey, I'm gonna be here. <laughs> I was thinking. For real. I was thinking. You I'm know, gonna be fucking. So yeah. Put a sock on the doorknob. I was thinking, like, that's like the international. Like I think the this, the. You would think, but yeah. maybe the Germans don't know that. Yeah, well, maybe they put a boot. Das boot. <laughs> I don't know, but I, it's funny because uh, I said oh, maybe like next time just get like walkie talkies, you yeah. know, and communicate with walkie talkies and shit like that, you know, and. I mean, yeah. Well, if you're at a, if you're at a fucking show, we uh, we can't hear anything. But who gives a fuck? At least to to say, hey, let's go over here, let's go over there. Yeah. And or hey, where are you? You know, can you hear me? Or whatever. I mean, there's just I'm sure there's ways of communicating. But I mean, if you're gonna buy Wi-Fi, I mean, Wi-Fi is I think twenty bucks a day or uh, for it's expensive. For yeah, it's twenty bucks a day for everything, like for fast fast speed, which is like really slow. Um. Dude, that, but it worked. That cruise is perfect to like uh, unplug from like your any social media. Absolutely, like. dude. That's how I felt, man. Yeah. Like, I just so you can fully engage with like the bands instead yeah. of like filming it. Or, yeah. Well, I was taking a lot of pictures. I took a lot of different pictures, and then I ended up just um, from hundreds of pictures, I reduced it down to like sixty or seventy that I liked mm-hmm. that I could use. And I put them all on Facebook, uh, put an album on there. Uh, I just didn't want to put all the pictures out. Yeah. I deleted a lot of videos because some sounded like shit. And uh, I just deleted those. And I kept a few. Yeah, um, if you're too close to the stage, it really <coughs> sounds uh, like really um, saturated. Well, as you know, what ended up happening was uh, the, the you know, my normal camera, the one that I have like a... Like Are a, you allowed just, to record? Yeah. So the Canon, I have a Canon camera. I forgot what model it is, but the, for t- to take pictures, it's awesome. But the audio for camera, for video, sucks ass. So when I was using my iPhone for for recording video, man, it sounded amazing. Yeah. So I was like, man, the videos that I shouldn't have taken it with those, I should have just taken it with this phone, and it would have sounded way better. Um, so I kind of that kind of I kind of fucked up there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean. If you guys are considering it, I would definitely consider um, 70K. Uh, it's, you know, you, you get to meet a lot, all kinds of people from all parts of the world. There's it looks like of, you had fun and you heard a yeah. bunch of bands. Dude. And got into some new bands. Yeah, exactly. And met some people. Yeah. it's It was quite an experience, you know. And I, if you're going to go alone, go alone. That's yeah. probably the best, dude. Yeah. Because you're not going to be alone. You're going to be with a metal family regardless of, you know. And you're gonna meet a lot of different people, and that's to me. And you do whatever the hell you want, whenever the hell you want, without having to, you know. Oh, I need to wait for this person or whatever. Fuck that, you know. That's that's for me being a lone wolf. It's, it works very well. Yeah. Because of that, like, oh, I'm gonna check this band out. Hey, you know what? 
I'm gonna miss the last two songs. I'm gonna go check out this other set, and you don't yeah. have to worry about anybody. Like, oh well, I want to check it out. I want to finish it, and like, mm-hmm. fuck, you know what I mean? So it kind of works out both ways too. You know? Yeah, it's, it's it's all good. So <clears throat> yeah, if you guys are considering it, check it out. I know for sure now. I want to check out other festivals. I do want to check out Maryland Death Fest. I want to check out. Um, um, I think I'm not sure if they're gonna have another Prog Power USA. Uh, but there's just like Hellfest in France for sure. I want to check that out. Um, they have all the badass festivals. They in have Europe. all. The, yeah, they do, man. I want to do the Vakin festival, but I've been hearing just bad, not bad stories about Vakin, but stories like um, you know that it gets muddy. It just gets kind of. Uh, and by mud, we mean like uh, there's portable toilets outside. Yeah, piss mud. Yeah, and it, shit mud. Yeah, it becomes kind of like a you know pretty gross after yeah. a while. And so I'm like, it's fuck. a health hazard, you know. Yeah, and I'm not sure, like, if, as much as I fucking love metal, yeah. If I want to do that, man, because by now they've been doing it for like ten or fifteen years. They should have already organized their shit, bought land, bought, you know, made plumbing and do all that shit. And yeah, because people camp out there, you know, you, they just go and they camp. That's cool, you know. But I'm not sure if I want to. If you want to go through all that work to see a few bands. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that. And then, you know, there's stuff around here, you know, in the U.S. There's a lot of different ones. Or in Canada, también. There's a lot of different, um, you know, bands, uh, festivals that I could check out. Yeah. You know, Maryland Death Festival. There's a bunch of different ones. So I don't have to just be international to just stay here in the States. Dude, but you have to experience the, like... I don't know, like a festival like that to its fullest. Mm-hmm. You have to get in shitty situations and experience the, the shit mud. Sometimes quite literally a shitty experience, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it, I think that's true. I think that's part of it. That's I part mean, of it the... happened in Woodstock, like the original oh, yeah. one. Oh, yeah. A lot There's of people... There's footage of that. Yeah. A lot of people died from all kinds of shit there. Did they? Yeah, man. Uh, I was actually watching... I heard some babies were born there, too. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of babies were made. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a lot of shit happening out there. And, you know, people left their cars in the freeway and shit. And they just abandoned their cars and just oh, went wow. to the fucking... They went to Woodstock, you know? So, but yeah, then there was, like, no water. There was nothing to eat, you know, there. So it was, like, a fucking free-for-all. Mm. But, you know, but drug, they, drug frenzied. But they got to see a lot of cool bands. Oh, a bunch dude. of awesome bands. Yeah, they did. See, So, like... I'm not sure if that's a tradition that should keep going of, of just, you know, very poor. They made a 30th you know. anniversary. Yeah, they did, huh? Uh, Woodstock. And yeah. it was, I think it was horrible. Yeah. I saw, I think there was like. That's when Kid Rock was like yeah. big and. Yeah. Fred Durst. <sighs> oh, that's right, huh? Corn. Yeah, yeah. Did Metallica play? I think. I think they did. I think Rage Against, no, Rage Against Machine. I don't think so. Rage Machine. Chili, pi- Chili Peppers. Yeah, Chili Peppers for sure played. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, footage of that. And I think Metallica did play. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think that was when... I don't know. That, that was the beginning or... No, it wasn't the beginning of the new new metal. It was probably right in the middle of it. It was yeah. right in the middle. It's funny because I was thinking about that, how that was the end of... Um, you know, rock and metal being f- front in... Uh, Radio stations or in uh, on MTV, yeah, um, anywhere, because Britney Spears started coming out, Christina Aguilera, the Backstreet Boys, and Sing, 98 Degrees, all these people, all these guys started to come out, and 
you know, that's what became the norm. And everything else that was remotely heavier, just rock, uh, you know, there's like, nope, you guys... And we're not wanted. We're not we're not playing anymore. And ever since then, bye bye bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye. Yeah, ever since then, dude, every, everything changed, and so now everybody became fucking even more outcasts. You know what I mean? So it was interesting to me that finally there's you know all these metalheads and everybody. Hey, but metal came it, back though. Exactly, they kept came it back. together, dude. Yeah, they kept it together, and it's it's always gonna be there. And yeah. I actually overheard a lady at 70K in the, in the, she was an older woman. She was, uh, she could have been maybe like in her fifties. Yeah. And she was talking with this, this younger girl, maybe her daughter. I don't know. And, um, she was like, it's really awesome to see younger people, especially millennials, keeping the metal spirit alive yeah. and, and you're right to just keep in it. And I was like thinking that's, that's really true, man. Uh, as the younger people are always going to keep metal alive and, you know, as long as, but you know, it's it's insane that there, are, right now, all the bands that are I think for me that are, I the go to bands, are the veteran bands. Yeah, for sure. Megadeth. I can't wait for their new album to come out. It's gonna come out sometime this year. Warheads on foreheads. Asi Samba. I think so. <laughs> it might be that one. Unless it's a compilation album. Oh yeah, it is. They are going to release one. Because remember, they, they set a date. They set a date, remember? Yeah. And they're like, announcement? That's what it was. Um, it's another greatest hits. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> there's going to be... I another mean, repackaged, remastered. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's, it's all right. I mean, I like... Yeah. I'll get it because it's all in one. I don't have to like... I don't have to search album to album and shit. True. If it's a, if it's a real... Thorough. No, I've seen that. No, you know, no, it's it's solid. It's solid. If it's a thorough, thorough greatest hit, sometimes yeah, it is. Um, and then you know, uh, um, I mean, recently Judas Priest, Firepower, fucking amazing a heavy album. album, dude. Yeah, my favorite since Angel Retribution and 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 Painkiller, dude. Yeah, excellent albums, uh, but Firepower brought the power, man. They really did. Uh, so yeah, I feel like I have to depend on a lot of like the the old school bands to. Keep everything going. They, they kind of like they set the standard, and and these other bands have to kind of like yeah. try to top that. You know what I mean? But again, I don't want to be like Eddie Trunk and just talk about you know those old bands. Yeah. But um, he gets wet talking about uh, like what's one of his favorite Triumph. Bands? He loves no, no, he Rush. Rush. He gets his dick yeah. hard, dude. Yeah, he loves talking about all that stuff, and. I mean, that's cool. I mean, like, yeah, he knows what he knows. I'm yeah. not going to take that away from him. He is knowledgeable. Um, and again, I don't want to... Sh- I, I, I don't follow sh- him. I follow him yeah. and people talk shit on his haircut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to shit... everything, like, dude, it's bullying. Come on. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I don't want to shit on him too much entirely, but I think he just needs to, like... he. I think he's those guys, that it's the guys right now that are in the 40s and 50s, who are like, yeah, those were them, the golden days. Those were the golden days. Yeah. Uh, 80s, and that's it. They don't listen to anything. Oh, you listen to stuff with double bass. That's too heavy for me. Yeah. You know, back in my day, you know, and... Hey, at least it's not bro metal. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking true, man. <laughs> that's true. Oh, oh. Mastodon sucks. Just gotta get... <laughs> just gotta get that out there. But... No, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean... But again, I thought about this too. 
I think I might want. Well, I'd rather listen to pop music. Yeah. Than than bro metal and uh, what is it? Like hard. I, like I was listening metalcore. To you know? Metalcore. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'd rather listen to pop music than that bullshit, dude. You know what? Because those other ones are just they're. I don't know. It's it's so juvenile. <laughs> yeah. I listen to music. I just listened to this band from. Oh, I think they came out with like a huge hit in 1999, mm. like 20 years ago. So this band, I was uh, like, it came out randomly on YouTube. And yeah. And I just remembered like, dude, this was like 90s. Yeah. And even it, like, even if it was like, uh, I don't know, shitty music, it's still like anything that, I mean, it's still better than anything being released right now. Okay. But times change, David. Like, yeah. You know. Have you ever gone back and listened to music that, you know, like maybe you're, maybe you're reorganizing your CDs or something and you find some CDs and like, oh shit, I haven't heard this in a long time. And you bought it when you were younger yeah, or listened to it when you were younger. And have you ever listened to stuff again as an adult, like older, yeah, more knowledgeable? And you're like, damn, what was I thinking? This song? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, Isn't what that funny? was I thinking? Yeah, like, it's pretty funny. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a phase. We yeah. we might grow out of it yeah. at times, but that's yeah. how we get into music. You have to go through, uh, I guess, shitty bands in order for you to like recognize, like, wow, dude. Like, um, do you think maybe trial and error? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's a good, I think a good term, right? Because yeah. I think I think you're right, man. Because there's see that, and that's another thing. That's why I call like, uh, let's say, Cannibal Corpse. While they're very talented. The drummer is amazing. He's fucking crazy fast. Um, and it takes a lot of skill and dexterity and strength to play what they play. But at the end of the day, to me, that's kindergarten metal. To me, that's like beginner shit in terms of what they people... They have seniority. You know. But in terms of what people, what they... If you're going to introduce people to certain genres of music, I would say, these those are certain beginner bands, I think, that they should check out right away. So, yeah. so for example, if there's a person who's not maybe too familiar with metal and they want to get into it and they want to check out a little bit of everything, you know, you would be like, all right, well, check out Slipknot, check out Metallica, check out Megadeth, check out Cannibal, check out these bands. And then you could give them a sense of like, there's different styles of everywhere coming. And then they could kind of, from there, you know, they can decide for, personally, for me, I like listening to everything, so I'm not yeah. like pigeonholed into one uh, genre. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do that. Um, so I don't know. I kind of feel like Cannibal is that sort of band that's like, like a beginner band, even though they're beloved and you know everybody digs them everywhere around the world. You know. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's a band like I'm telling you. It it has seniority. Yeah. It. Uh, they've been playing for a while. Yeah. And. They're still releasing albums. Right. And they're still touring. No, no, no. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. They're a badass. But if you're going to tell somebody who's like, hey, man, I want to get into death metal, who should I check out? Well, I'll be like, oh, we want to check out. I'm not going to tell them death because that might be too complicated for them. Yeah. You know, that might be a little too complex just because uh, after a while they get a little technical and stuff and sorts. So what band would you recommend? I would, dude, I would say probably Cannibal... Obituary and then Deicide. I would mm-hmm. probably say those three. And I think those are all, they're all Florida. <laughs> those are all Death Metal 101. Well, yeah. Uh, Cannibals from New York, but um, 
definitely. Uh, yeah, you're right. Like a little bit of uh, and there and even though those three are death metal, they're yeah. three totally different styles of death metal in terms of one plays super fucking fast, one's groovy and chunky, you know, yeah. like obituary, and then Cannibal's just fucking blasting all over your face, dude. Mm-hmm. And then you know you get a little of uh, you know anti-Christian. You know, with Deicide, with with Glenn and his stupid cross on his face and shit, you know, and and a little upside down cross. I'm sorry. Yeah. And like he's just you know, over the top asshole. You know, I'm pretty sure he's not really like that, but a lot of people don't like him either. So maybe he is a dick. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but he's got a voice. He's got a voice, man. Yeah. He's got a fucking way of barking shit out, and he sounds fucking crazy, man. And actually, to to talk about that, the, mm-hmm. there's a band from Florida um, who asked us if we could play a song on the podcast, which we'll which we will play, but at the very end of, this, of the pod, podcast. They're called Rotted Remains. The name of the song is called The Butcher, and that one very much reminded me of uh, Dia Set, okay. uh, and, and one's. So, and, and oddly enough, they're from Florida too. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that's pretty cool. Um, and so yeah, I've kind of gone all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to bring it back local. I want to bring it back to something local and some sort of like important news that kind of hit um, that I think is significant in in a couple of ways. We're losing a venue. I got upset when I heard this. Yeah. When was this on Tuesday? This last week, yeah. But I mean, this, this, this. I mean, I don't want to jump too ahead, but this venue had been closed for since October. Yeah. But I heard about like the news and who bought it. And it just made me upset. Yeah. So we want to talk about that real quick. Uh, yeah. Um, I wanted to make this like a post on my personal like Facebook page, but um. Because this, this is a matter about, uh, I don't know if it's religion or, I don't want to bash religion or faith nor Christianity. Yeah. But there's this pastor locally named Charles uh, Neiman. Mm-hmm. And this guy bought out, he bought the Tricky Falls um, venue. And it, and it bothers me because, I mean, I don't have the quote, but he said something along the way that he... What was he saying, David? What, what did he say? That there was ungodly things going yeah. on there? I'm not... I'm, so, what's, do you have, do you have so, a quote? So he says, quote, <clears throat> What was once an odd, ungodly place and was used as a bar and things like that, we will be able to turn it into a church. Unquote. Um, so... Ungodly. Yeah, ungodly. Yeah. I'm... I'm taking it very personal. I saw a bunch of bands um, back there, David. Yeah. I have a couple of uh, ticket stubs right here, dude. Yeah. Back then, I saw that, like, this place, Tricky Falls, is, yeah. uh, it used to be a theater. Right. Right? In uh, El Paso Street. Mm-hmm. And I have a ticket stub from back when it used to be called Club Escape. Oh, that's right. With King Diamond, dude. No shit. Nile, Black Dahlia Murder, and Behemoth. Nice, dude. You know? Yeah. I got to see Destruction there. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, this is where I got introduced to uh, this band, Lix Mortis. Right. Um, 
I saw Sacred Reich, the 30 Years of Ignorance oh, tour. Hell yeah, those are badass. I saw Creator there. Yeah. I saw Obituary Exodus at the Battle of the Base American Tour 2017. Nice. I saw Death Angel there with Children of Bottom. Uh, the 25th anniversary of Danzig. And another Creator. I met create. I met uh, Meliac. That was the last time I went to Trekkie Falls, actually, on Halloween of 2017. And, I mean, it's hard for a venue to be open for, for that long. Yeah. But this is, this is what bothers me, David. Um, like, all these bands that I mentioned, uh, like, where are we going to be having them now, from now on, if you think about it? Like, where? Yeah. Tricky Falls was a a, a a venue, like it was a venue. It has a yeah. bar, and it was meant for uh, having live music. And this guy's saying that it was what ungodly things were going on there. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Like, yeah. I thought about it. Like, where are these bands gonna play? They have a capacity of up to a thousand people, I believe. Yeah, you know, so we don't have anything remotely uh, like. We don't have anything that'll uh, that we can have here locally that can have a like a venue in that in that like that size. That size, yeah. We have the Rock House. Have you been there? Yeah. It's a small venue, right? It's a it's bar. A it's a venue. bar. It's not a venue. It's a bar. It's a bar. So I can hold what like a hundred people at the most. A couple. And then we have the Black Market. That was uh, was it the Black Market or Ooh. the Lowbrow Palace? Yeah, Lowbrow. That's shutting down, I think, as well. Yeah. There's a lot of places that are just not, they're just not making enough money for whatever reason, and they're having to shut down. And I, I don't know. I mean, obviously the Rock House right now, but that's small, small potatoes. You want something mid-range, a mid-range venue, right? Because with these other bands are coming through, they're not going to fill up the Coliseum. They're no, not they're not. Fill, the Coliseum's I mean? five thousand. Yeah, you're going to fill that up. You know. So Don need, Haskins is ten thousand. Yeah, you, you need you straight up need um a mid range venue, which now is pretty much non existent. We don't have one. As far as I can see. We don't um, have one. We have little and then we have rinky dinkier yeah. bars for like uh like the local musicians that are yeah. even way smaller. Yeah. So we don't have a venue. And this <clears throat> tricky false is not I mean it does it doesn't look like a church to me. No. It doesn't. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. This pastor, Neiman, has uh, the city. What is it? I think it's called the city. She must be like the city attorney mm -hmm. from El Paso. And they got this venue for, I think it was $145,000, if I'm not mistaken, which is chump change if you think yeah. about it. Because these dudes have, they have money from all the offer offerings from all the... The sheep, the, the yeah. blind sheep. Yeah, yeah. All that money is not... It's not taxed. Mm -hmm. So... It's, it's horrible. What chump he, change. Yeah. It's literally chump change from like... He has a he has a church in the west side. One on the east side. Yeah, up the street. Yeah. And now he has Trachy Falls. Yeah. You know, he's going to be doing something good for the community. But where are we going to... Where are we holding any type of ban at this... From like... Uh, at this caliber... Yeah, I think I think in terms of that, I mean, it's a, it is a significant thing. I mean, what the fuck else is there, you know, any other place, you know? And 
as it is, bands already skipped El Paso a lot of times. Yeah. As it is already. Yeah, you're right. So, con más ganas, I mean, even more, it's going to happen. Uh, people are just going to be passing through now. Uh, El Paso. Oh, because mm-hmm. they passed through. Yeah, man. I mean, four hours away. Like, So, there's Albuquerque. Yeah. There's Chihuahua. There's yeah. Midland, Odessa. And there's, we're, we're in a weird spot. Yeah. I mean, this would be, I think, if you're smart and if you know how to... Maybe think about it. This is a prime spot, dude, for making money, for ma- getting a good fucking venue, for bands that are passing through. Because the vast majority of the bands that are passed through the Southwest, yeah. they pass through El Paso, go to Austin, go to Lubbock, go to Odessa, go to Dallas, go to Houston. They all pass through here. go pass through fucking I-10. Yeah. And if you have them go across Texas, West, they're going to pass through El Paso, Las Cruces, Albuquerque. Or they're going to go to Phoenix or whatever. They're going to pass through here, man. It's a major route, dude. So there has to be a way of, of, of opening up a venue and and making it successful. Yeah. You know? And unfortunately, I don't know what it is. If it's just uh, maybe there's a rep reputation that bands are like, oh, we're not going to pass through there. I don't know what it is, man. Uh, oftentimes, I can tell you this, that people buy tickets... The day at the door. Oh, I've heard of that. We have a culture here that we yeah. buy them last minute. Yes. They will go on the day of. Yeah. And some bands end up canceling because they're like, ah, oh, shit, we don't have enough sales. Yeah. It's not even worth it. So, you know, you can see both. I can see both ways of why yeah. that sucks, you know. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's going to have to be something where Metalheads unite and make something happen and make some sort of venue. I mean, I don't know... If, you know the guy that was running this place was Jim Ward. Yeah. And he was running this place for like quite a few years, but yeah. you do have to have someone to book all these bands like you're saying cuz I know that the lowbrow was they had a they had bands that were passing through before hitting the South by Southwest. Yeah. That's right. Which is coming up. It's yeah. coming up in about a month. But you know what's interesting is like he was renting out the place, Jim Ward. Yeah. He didn't own it. He must have not owned it. So this pastor straight up. Yeah, with here. Trump change. Yeah, just straight up. Yeah. And this is my place now. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the city, if you... I mean, we that live here know how the city's like. There's there's a there's a boom going on downtown. Yeah. yeah. You know, so all those yeah, places are sure, like... Man. Very sought after. They want yeah. those, those places because of the downtown... Yeah. Arena that we're yeah. hopefully building. Yeah, and that's the thing too is that they're getting uh, all these incentives. Unfortunately, there's also this like uh, sense of people want to keep El Paso the same. They, they have that mentality. They're not wanting to. That's why progress. we're 20 years behind. Yeah, exactly. We're not. They're not willing to progress or change in terms of. You know, they want to keep everything still old school, and I think that kind of sucks because like. A prime example of, and I talked to a lot of people about this. The prime example of that, and it could have also been licensing and whatnot. Yeah. But the main example that I see were food trucks. When before food trucks were really big, now you saw the same old food trucks, like the or, taco trucks in, in the corners. That's all it was. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was all that. It was just tacos and elote, tacos and elote, tacos and, and elote. burros. And that's all. And that's it. That's it. That's all it was. Yeah. You go down Alameda, go down Dyer. It's all tacos, 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 Mexican food down the line, right? Everywhere. And now when they started saying, hey, well, now you can get a license for your food truck. Yeah. 
You don't have to belong to a restaurant, a legitimate restaurant. You can actually have your own food truck straight up. So then, man, you get... You have a sushi truck. You get cupcake there this, trucks. There was this place that made it you know? pretty big, and they started selling noodles. Yeah, the yeah the the ramen noodle guys. Yeah, yeah, man, they have their own place down. I think it was like um, no, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't checked it I out. It was to, yeah, down there on on um, Mesa, and there's a lot of places right now. They have they have a barbecue truck. You know, we have all kinds of fucking foods. Yeah, that you know people don't need to just be like, oh, this is all I want. But it took a long time for that shit to happen, dude. I guess and, we're so used to having Mexican food. Yeah. yeah. Because that's only what we're used to, like, eating here locally. Yeah. We need something different. Yeah. We needed something yeah. different. And you know what came that I think was one of the ones, restaurants, that I think really uh, was important was the German pub. The yeah. German pub, I mean, the German pub was very important, I think. Because not only are they introducing German beers, they're introducing German food. I tried sauerkraut there. Yeah. Now pretzel, yeah. dude. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. That was the fucking... And the beer. Yeah, they have excellent... I'm pretty sure this nice. place got, like... There must have been someone, like, in the military, like, X-Men. Yeah, I think it was from when the Air Force was here. Yeah, they were in and, uh, White Sands. Yeah. But remember, a lot of Germans were stationed here in the Air Force. Yeah. And uh, you know how they would always have Oktoberfest on base? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so they stopped doing it on base. And I think this guy decided just to take up the German pub and just to do that. Um, but I think it could have been it could have been just an extension of that. I'm not too sure if he was military mm-hmm. or not. Um, and then... Um, Your German friends would love yeah, it there. They would probably love it there. Yeah. yeah. And they would probably tell me, no, this is not, you know, <laughs> if yes or no. But I think they would love the beer there. For sure. Because they have awesome, 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 awesome beer. Uh, and then they have the boot. They have this boot. Yeah, uh, I like this one. That's a leader. I like this one. That's a little one. That's it's a little. little boot. This is a little boot. This yeah. is like a little appetizer boot. Yeah, it's a twelve ounce boot. <laughs> yeah, it's a twelve. It's a baby boot. Yeah, it is a baby boot. It's like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they have. I think they were one of the good um, restaurants out there. Yeah, and they're not, they're not the only ones. I think there's like on the on the northeast. I'm not sure what it's called. Gunther's. I forgot. No, I forgot what it's called. No, that's that's the old place that used yeah. to be open by by the freeway. I think it's Peter's. I think it's Peter's Grill or Peter's something, and that's another German. And I think um, I think there's a bakery or maybe the same thing. A German bakery? Mm. Yeah, but it could have closed down. But it's all I know. They're on the northeast. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I honestly there's no need for me to go out there. Like I don't travel out there. Yeah. So I'll just hit up the German pub. Um, <clears throat> but that whole idea of resistance to you know to change. Mm-hmm. This whole resistance to me is 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 not okay because um, you know you want your city to grow, you want it to progress, you want it to get better, and um, you know there's people who have that child mentality of they don't want the what district are they tearing down? Is it the it's not the Chihuahuita, right? Mm, like there's a certain district downtown that they're trying to be part like yeah the I forget what it's called Union Plaza. Is that area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's because to me... People want to preserve buildings that are like... I mean, look. It's like when I tell everybody. If you get a little kid who has a toy that's an old-ass toy that they don't play with anymore. And then suddenly somebody new comes and they're like, oh, I like that toy. I'm going to play with that old toy. That's, exact, that's the mentality here. And, and everybody's like, no, no, no. That's my toy. Don't touch my toy anymore. Yeah. You know? And... But... 
these people they don't want to maintain the area. They don't want to take care of it. Uh, or all they want is yeah, they talk, talk, and talk, but they don't do shit. And yeah. that's unfortunately what happens. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. You know. You know, had we have like a bigger arena uh, that would have been well suited, I don't think we would have gone fucked over like with the scalpers with Metallica because yeah. ten thousand people is not a lot, David. Right. Um, Albuquerque has uh, <coughs> the Isleta Amphitheater, <coughs> and mm-hmm. they have a seating for, I believe it's twenty five thousand. Yeah, that's amazing there. Amazing there, man. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think it's it's something to think about, guys, that, you know, where are we going to start watching our metal shows? For sure, I know I'm leaving to uh, Albuquerque to catch a couple of bands out there. Um, and I'm going to go to Lubbock to watch Metallica, you know. I got my ticket for Albuquerque. When is for, that? For Lubbock. Uh, so they come here, I think, is on a Thursday. Month? Uh, March 3rd? Oh. Um, let me see. March... Second, so they're gonna be here at the I think on the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Yeah. So I'll I'll see them in um in Lubbock on the second on a Saturday. Make a little morning day trip out there. Come back Sunday. Yeah. Should be nice. Um, and you know that that should be good. I mean, do they do, are they gonna have a support band? I'm not sure. They haven't said anything. They haven't. And I think they've already started the tour. It's probably going to be like a comedian. I heard there was a comedian doing Jim like Brewer. A, yeah, Jim Brewer. I think he was doing he, like a stand-up. He's, he used to be funny when I was younger, dude, but he's a fucking idiot now, man. Is he? He's stupid because he does all that, like, he does a lot of ACDC. Like, he, does, he, yeah. he, does a, he does an amazing Brian yeah. Johnson. Yeah, he does, but that's all, I mean. They should have just replaced Brian Johnson with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he had his own. He sounds exactly he, like him. He had a, a, a band, too, no? Did he? Jim Brewer. I'm not it sure. It was him and Brian Posehn. Uh, the big nerd, geeky. He's I'm, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy that came out uh, from that movie, from because uh, I mean I know him from that movie from uh, with Dave Chappelle, uh, when they're stoners. Uh, that's all I know him. Half baked. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Jim Brewer. I mean, I, I've seen his comedy and stuff like that, and this is like right after Half Baked too. You know when I. Saw but that's comedy. crazy for like an opening act. Yeah, I've just, never heard of. That. I feel like uh, they're not trying, but I think that's okay with me. It's not a big deal. Because then you get like two and a half, three hours of Metallica. And that's cool. Really? You know, if, if it's just him, you know, it's, you get more, more. they get more time. And, I mean, they haven't toured in a long time, like, in terms of, like, a legitimate tour like this. They haven't done that in quite a while because they're used to doing big festivals and select venues and shit like that, right? Yeah. So I think they're going to probably put a lot of into it, like, where they play a lot of music. Um and the one thing that I do like is that when they play live, because uh, I have um, something Quebec magnetic. Yeah. Um, and a lot of old songs sound really good. Like um, shit from Load and Reload or shit like from... Um, have you checked out the set list you're going to be doing? I haven't seen it. I have not seen it. But I feel like with Metallica, I don't need to, to, to see a set list anyways. No? Like, you know, they're just going to play songs like that you know already. You know what I mean? So what's the point? Um, you never know. They might just end up doing like the newer albums. I, I highly doubt it. I, I, I think they're going to be fair about it. Maybe maybe four or five new songs and sprinkle everything else in between, you know? I think that's kind of... Because they've always done that. I've, I've noticed that they're fair about how they play songs. 
They're gonna have Enter Sandman. They're gonna oh have... fuck that song, dude! They they're, better not play that, dude. They're gonna have it. That's gonna be my piss song. I'm gonna go piss or get a beer or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Because I hate that. I mean, it's not that I hate it because it's actually a really well written song. Like it's it's a, a a perfect example of how to write a good song. Yeah. But I just it's just overplayed, you know. Um. I mean, if they play, I mean, I hope they play a, a Wolf and Man. If they're gonna play yeah. anything from the Black Album, uh, I don't want to hear Unforgiven. I really don't want to hear that. Um, wherever I may roam, maybe. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I don't know, um, but I mean, ultimately, I really want to hear something from Injustice for All because that's my favorite album. Oh, dude, they're super heavy. Yeah, super that amazingly was, heavy with that album. That was the last time I think that we. That was the last ever, time uh, Lars was heavy. Yeah. Bye bye bye, bye right? Bye bye bye. <laughs> and then you know they had that 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 producer uh, was it Magnuson? I forgot his name is. Um, but you still can't hear the bass. I mean, dude, you didn't have to, man. It's still still heavy, dude. And they should have they should have had like a like a they should release a new version, not a remastered, just but like an added yeah. bass. They had what was it the twenty fifth anniversary or thirtieth anniversary of it? Uh, last year yeah and I was like oh it's gonna be with bass whatever nah no, it's, they and never release it with bass nah they're not going to I mean Lars is a little bitch he's uh that was a very petty thing to do I think yeah and I, and I can't believe the Santec the the guy in the, doing the knobs I mean he's he straight up said it was Lars right yeah but I can't believe that he did it like that he did it himself I would have walked out the room and said, I'm not going to do it and just quit. You know, because yeah. that's not worth it. I don't think it's worth it, dude. That's, it was that's, his way. It was always his way. Yeah, it was shady. It's shady, dude. It's shady. And you know what? It's funny. From everybody, he's the one that's replaceable like that, dude. Yeah. Lars, come on. Have you seen his drum set? It's not late. Not, not recently. It's no. way. He's got two toms. A, uh, a snare and a bass drum, uh, a floor, uh, what do you call it, floor tom, yeah. and the bass drum, and a couple of some. So it's very basic. It's, it's like one of those first act kits. Yeah. Fucking basic as fuck, dude. He's a basic bitch right now. Like, that's all he does is like, I'm surprised. And when you hear Injustice for All, you, that sounds like a very, yeah, but I mean, you, big have, to, you have to take into consideration like his age, I guess, you know, because that was, I think that's where he peaked. And justice for all, because it's but, incredibly. But what happened? But what happened heavy. with the black album? What was ultimately what made them kind of dial it back a little bit, hone in on certain writing? And in Bob the, Rock, I mean, I think he had a lot to do with it. Obviously, the black album was more to make him a household name. That's why, like, I mean, that's what I think. Yeah, I know it was very. It was a good album. Solid production. Solid. It, it sounds amazing. It still uh, holds. Yeah. It sounds... That, I always say that it, it's one of those albums that you put on a shitty CD player and it makes it sound really good still. Yeah. You know, it sounds pretty good still. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I kind of... Eh. It's not the direction they should have been going, I think. I mean, if you think about it, they should have written a couple more heavy albums. And then, when the Load and Reload thing came out, that's when they should have done the Black Album. And then they could have just, you know, I feel like they coasted. In other words, they're writing their own coattails at that point. After that, 
they just didn't try anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, um, they did that load and reload, and then didn't they do the covers? Mm-hmm. Garage Inc. Garage Which Inc. was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot, actually. That was like yeah. 98, I think. That was a lot of fun. You know? And you could tell when you listened to it, it they weren't... They were deliberately not being heavy. <laughs> yeah. Because when you heard uh, Garage Inc., there was a lot of heavy songs on their covers. They made it really heavy. Yeah. And I was like, Akaron was... Are these guys just not trying or they're not trying to be heavy because they're trying to be edgy or what are they doing, you know? It's a little weird what they were doing. But then St. Anger came out and you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Maybe go back. Let's go back to, to load and reload. Yeah. <laughs> For reals. Right. It has like maybe a song and even then like, uh, what was that, like 2003? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, hearing, like, another podcast where you and Fabian were discussing it, like... Yeah. I was like, nah, it's a shit album. Yeah. It 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 does make you appreciate Load and Reload more. Yeah, huh? Uh-huh. Because it's just... But, that, like, that sometimes they like doing shitty albums. Like, they came out with, like, Lulu or... Yeah, Lulu. That was a side project, huh? That was a... Yeah. That was a side project. I don't know. I mean, like, I heard some of James, uh, his... Um, his country stuff is not bad at all, man. I but because it's because but because his voice is good. It's he's, suited for that. Yeah, huh? he's got an excellent country voice, man. So um, he's got a good he's got a good knack for that. Um, I don't know, man. He he it sounded pretty good to me. Um, but again, that's why I could see why uh, Dave Mustaine has hired guns for everything else, man. Yeah, it's just him and the other Dave. And they just swap out everybody every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, new blood, new blood, new music. And you rejuvenates them, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But you've never had an album where they stagnated, maybe other than Risk or whatever. But they don't... It doesn't sound really shitty. I think in terms of crap albums, I think Metallica has more crap albums. Than... Than Megadeth. Megadeth? Yeah. I think by now. Uh, and... I'm, I'm glad that he got kicked out of that band because we too. would have never have had yeah, yeah. Megadeth albums. Yeah, I know, I know. There's a there's a thrash documentary. Uh, as you get thrashed, I think right. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to seem super arrogant or whatever, but I have affected three bands. And he was saying because um, he taught Kerry King how to play. Yeah, he was a part of. Uh, right. Well, or no, Kerry King was a part of Megadeth. Yeah, right? for a little bit, right? Like yeah. maybe practice with them or whatever. And like that, he taught him how to play, and and you know Metallica, he made them, and then he did Meg- uh, Megadeth. But what's funny is um, when you listen to, for me, is um, I think my favorite, or I think the best uh, Slayer album was um, um, "Show No Mercy." Yeah, you hear that those guitar riffs mm-hmm. that are not like Slayer riffs. Yeah, they sound like straight up traditional heavy metal. With Tamariah's crazy ass voice, that was badass to me. Yeah, and then yeah, once they did Rain and Blood or whatever, uh, that's when they became Slayer. You know, they became Slayer. they had that typical Slayer sound. And after that, I was like, okay, they dropped it from Dragon Slayer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after that, it was okay. It was still okay. Season of the Abyss. Yeah. Okay, but then you start noticing, oh shit, Slayer's. It's like that sounds just like them. 
you know, they were doing like a, almost like a motorhead type thing where they sound the same. But there was but a doesn't lot. Doesn't that give them their signature? Like, yes. No, oh, no, 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 exactly, exactly. But once they sounded like Slayer, I was like, oh, man, I like Show No Mercy, dude. And uh, that's, <laughs> but that's what I like. But don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good songs. They have a lot of cool songs. It's yeah. just that I prefer to like, I'll, I'd rather just make a playlist of the songs that I like from them. And, um, but like, it's just one of those things where he, he was trying not to sound arrogant and he's like, yeah, he affected those three bands or whatever. And yeah, Dave did. And he did. He did. But he did. He did affect them. And it was, uh, I don't know, you know, they should expand and they should do another, not the big four, but this should be like the big six or the big 10. You know, imagine having a fucking metal festival uh, or like a metal an all day thing of having top 10 yeah but like know? with the like with the big four they wouldn't be touring with each other like they did that just cause I believe cause um what's his name from Slayer that passed Jeff Hanman mm-hmm. cause he passed like I'm pretty sure he told like the his felt there's an eerie picture that I've seen David yeah when they play like California where one of the members from Anthrax is just like so it's like the big four all of them like all the band members and the, one of the members from Anthrax is like just eerily looking at Jeff like like it's weird like he's looking at him like he knows something yeah. like he was terminally ill or something yeah and they had that festival I wish I would have seen Jeff Hanman play yeah. live yeah that would have been awesome yeah yeah that that's I don't know I mean I think they could still do it dude you think they so? could they, they could I think they could expand yeah. But like I'm telling you, like like you're saying, like it would be awesome if they did it again. Or yeah, Metallica won't do it though. No, because we we're just talking about earlier, like who's gonna be opening up for them? Whatever happened to like like big bands opening up for like other bands? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Metallica doesn't want to do it, it makes sense for them to go first. Get them out of the way and go to your fucking little. Like tent. Metallica already forgot that they were like supporting Ozzy back no in the shit. Six, back in the eighties. Yeah, no shit. Back with Master of Puppets. Yeah, they even I think I think they even supported Anvil. I think at one point. Did they really? Yeah, I think at one point. Which, by the way, I'm hearing Ozzy is very, 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 very sick right now. He's ill. Yeah, very bad. He's in the hospital and intensive care. I don't know what's going to happen, but hopefully he gets better. Hopefully. Yeah, because I don't. We don't need another guy like that to go. No, not like, this year. Nah, man. I mean, it's it was fucking heartbreaking with Peter Steele from Typo, Lammy. He canceled. Dio. Dude, oh my he God. canceled his tour in yeah. uh, in Europe. Yeah, and Judas Priest had to drop. Oh shit. Yeah, they said they put on a statement that they're gonna support Ozzy, but I mean it was the right call. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Plus, Sharon would probably not be happy about it. Yeah. She would end their career. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, the man's already at a, at a pretty... He's, a, he's already like an older man. He shouldn't yeah. be touring that much. Nah. But then again, he puts himself in that position. Like, dude, come yeah. on. No more tours. I over, know. He, he tried calling out over, no more yeah. tears. Yeah. Like, dude, you've yeah. been retiring since 1992? Yeah. <laughs> come on now. I mean, you're, no you're putting yourself in that position if you keep yeah. uh, wanting tour and tour. Yeah. Like, Mission. end it already. Yeah. I mean, not end it in that fact, like, we want to be alive for as many years yeah. as possible, but he's been on Retire. A yeah. Go on vacation, bro. Just yeah. enjoy, enjoy life. Enjoy your wife. Enjoy Go your on a cruise. Go on a 70. <laughs> Go on a 70 K cruise. <laughs> for real. Yeah, no shit, huh? Yeah, yeah he needs to... He'll yeah. recover. He's going to make it. 
Yeah, I, hope, I really. I mean, he's it's it's just bad, but I think I'm glad he's at least now finally in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, the Prince of Metal or the Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. So now that we're we're kind of going on to the, our next uh, segment, I, it's funny because like I kind of I kind of wanted to keep people in suspense. Yeah. You know what we're gonna talk about? We're gonna dissect a, a famous heavy metal band. And I actually put up another teaser meme of, um, uh, it was like, what's his name from the matrix? Yeah. And it was like, did you know, or whatever your, I saw that your soul's going to burn in the lake of fire. So that was my, my hint, you know, can I play with, with matches? Ma- hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with matches. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're going to be talking about, and we're going to be going over Iron Maiden. Um, yeah. So we're gonna go over everything from album covers to you know the different singers from Iron Maiden. From yeah, we'll go over a little bit on the side projects that they've done. Yeah. Um, just kind of uh, the one thing, the major thing before we start with them, the one thing that I did want to talk about that I think is a huge deal is I feel like besides Metallica. These guys hit what I said is what I call it is the international jackpot. What do you mean by that? The, like the lottery, like they hit the fucking international lottery, dude. Where it's almost like they can do no wrong. Like they can go anywhere, they can tour anywhere, and they're always gonna sell. Yeah. Uh, and and they're very successful. I mean, but you know why, they, right? It's like they toured and toured yeah. and toured. Back yeah. in the day, they used to tour yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and they played anywhere. And anywhere. Yeah. And and I think with with like to say. Metallica, Metallica changed music in terms of no one was hearing metal play that way before, you know. So they were kind of pioneers in what they were doing. So I think that's cool in itself, but which is why they got huge after that, right? But then yeah. you see Iron Maiden, you know, they were started a little earlier, and I mean now they're just they can go anywhere they want. Yeah. They can go anywhere they want, man. They can play literally anywhere and they'll always sell out yeah they will always sell out yeah I mean it's the band it's the band we all have in common that's the band yeah that I mean you're a metalhead just as you're you say you're in your mid 30s I'm also in my mid 30s yeah but we've been listening to this band for quite a while now like I was telling you earlier uh, I've been listening to uh, this band uh, Maiden like recently I went through all their albums yeah and it made me appreciate it uh, even more, right? Even more because that's like a band that I like grew up listening, and then little by little, I started really getting into the band. Yeah, to the point I started collecting their their albums because I mean, sure, you can stream this music on on YouTube, but there's just something different, like holding it in a physical format and actually yeah. seeing like the art, right? And the lyrics and like yeah. the booklet and holding the jewel case. Yeah, the but, same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. That's that's the same thing, you know. I was talking with with uh, one of my buddies about that. Mm-hmm. Well, looking at album art, checking out the lyrics, looking at everything, and, and holding it in your hands and stuff, and the curiosity of like, you know, what's gonna happen? Yeah. And um, definitely, cover art is one of the things that always gets me from bands. Um, so let's let's dive right in. All right, go for it. So this is the first album, right? Yeah. Uh, 
It grabs your attention because of like who's who's this guy in the in the portrait? It's, a, it's like you got a fucking zombie on there, man. Yeah, and then uh, well, it's Eddie. Yeah, and then uh, you think about the the song this this album has as Prowler Sanctuary, Remember Tomorrow, Running Free, Phantom of the Opera. Dude. Yeah, that's the track, yeah. David. I was yeah. listening to it on Saturday. Yeah, and then it hit me. A lot of my friends have said that. These first two albums were a bit more punk, and I never understood what, but by what they meant. Yeah. I guess they were referring to the the singer from its first two albums, which yeah. was uh, Paul Diano. Yeah, but it it was never it was never punk, dude. Um, Phantom of the Opera lasts seven minutes and twenty seconds. Yeah, and that's it's the track, song. dude. It's an amazing track. Yeah. You know it tomorrow? does it. Remember tomorrow's. Also, Remember you know, tomorrow. Yes. A little bit of a ballad type sense in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe the only one I will tell you that maybe the only song that has a punk attitude would probably be Charlotte the Harlot. I was gonna say That's that. Probably the only one, maybe, huh? Yeah. That has more of a punk feel. And Iron Maiden, kind of yeah. too. Yeah. But I think it's an overall album, dude. You yeah. can appreciate the art. Yeah. Um. That logo, it's that logo that gets you. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, they have a font. They have their own font now. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, like, yeah, it's Iron right. Maiden font. That's right, that's right. Yeah. And I love the, just straight up, Eddie's, just fucking eyes and shit. It's all crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Fenton of the Opera, man. There's just so many good songs. Transylvania, just there's... Transylvania, that's an amazing <laughs> instrumental. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, overall, man. Solid album. Yeah. Solid album. Oh, a debut, man. Fucking solid, man. Yeah. Sure. Um, the CD comes with this, like a special oh. enhanced versions of uh, of like videos, I guess, but yeah. I've never actually seen them. Yeah. Do you know if... Uh, does Eddie have a last name? No, I don't think he does. It's just Eddie. <laughs> just Eddie. Yeah. It's like Cher. Yeah. <laughs> Prince. Yeah. Or the artist formerly known as Prince. So... <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to go over really quick. Now that we're talking about Eddie, yeah. uh, the 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 you said what's the name of the artist who wrote Derek Riggs. So Derek Riggs, um, is he said it's based off a dead soldier's head that was uh, stuck to a tank. Yeah, and we don't know if this because uh, he was supposed to be like an American head, I guess. Yeah, like an American soldier. Yeah, so the head was already mummified. Yeah. And it was on top of the tank. And no one knows officially if it was World War Two, or what era, what year. I think it was, might have been World War Two, But, um, yeah, you got that from a fucking tank. And That's I crazy. See, I saw the... the um, uh, he has horrible saw, skin. Look at him. Yeah, man. I know. He's all <laughs> <laughs> he needs to moisturize, man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but it was funny because I saw the picture and I, yeah. I had already seen that picture. There was actually a like this black metal band that had the picture that that same picture. Oh, really? As their al- album art, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so that was interesting. I thought. Um, and then right now we'll we'll go over when we go into number of the beast. We'll talk about something. Yeah. Interesting. So you want to roll over into killers? Yeah. So killers. This is a as far as Maiden goes with covers. This is probably one of my favorite covers, dude. Okay. I'm actually wearing the shirt from. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, from yeah. that album. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is. Uh, it's one a of the very most, well, yeah, it's most not, iconic. Yeah, there probably. you go. That's the word. Yeah. It's like one of the most iconic. Yeah. 
Um, Murders in the Rue Morgue. Yeah, that's still the sec. So the second album is still with um, Paul. Yeah, with Paul Diano, which yeah. I thought he did a hell of a job. He's for a really what it good was. Singer, dude. He was a really good singer. He really was good. a good singer. Yeah. He's still. Uh, I think the yeah the guy's still around. He's still playing. He was playing with yes. the Maidens. He was yes. He was doing his own solo stuff, right? And he was uh last time I seen him, he's he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, he was in a wheelchair. But is he was he playing like all Iron Maiden or just Paul Diano era? Paul Diano era. Oh, that sucks. He doesn't. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't really. I mean, it would be weird seeing him do any yeah, no number of the beast. It wouldn't or, make sense. No, him covering uh, Bruce Dickinson. But I think he has a solo albums though. He must. He uh on this on the, on this particular album too they had another on these two albums they had a drummer Clive Burr yes and he he passed away unfortunately yeah. like a few years back right yeah he had MS and oh it's, that's a motherfucker yeah, dude yeah dude so yeah he did have a solo career which mm-hmm. is called Paul Diano and some of these were actually oh shit this seems like all. This is this one looks like just the greatest hits. Really, <laughs> he's got all this all the tracks from these. Two. Oh, for sure. And then that's where he made it. Yeah, and then he's got the world's first Iron Man. Um, he's got. He had a really good voice. Paul Diano. An amazing voice. So it looks like all his solo stuff. A lot of the solo stuff he yeah. did. A lot of Iron Maiden, just versions of his own. Mm-hmm. He did have a couple that were just. Other his own stuff, originals. Wow. So he did have a career. Post he, he did he did have a career, but he still wrote the the with Maiden. Yeah, the coattails. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's where you know him from. Where else yeah. are you gonna know Not, him from? Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, that's that's the only logical thing for him to do. Uh, do you know why was he ousted? I have no idea. Or what did he, he was uh. On the documentary, it said that he had some drug issues. They never mentioned what, uh, like, drug of his choice, like, what drugs he would prefer. Yeah. And he liked drinking a lot, too. Yeah. That's always that, huh? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't able to perform on stage. Steve Harris says that, like, he, there was this one time where he just wasn't, he wasn't able to make it. I guess he was too hungover. Yeah. And he couldn't, yeah, they couldn't rely with the singer. Yeah. But then again, I'm thinking that... I mean, they didn't want to deal with it, and maybe they did want to go, like, a different approach. Yeah. Like, vocally. Yeah, maybe. They wanted to accomplish other things, and, I mean, they might have let him go. Yeah. For, for those reasons, but you never know. This is this is where, I guess, this is this is the second album, the second and last album with, right. with the band, but right. he made a name for himself, and he was an excellent singer. Yeah, he was, for sure. And I wonder if, during that time... They were already looking into Bruce. Yeah. If they were trying to poach him from Samson or whatever. Or, or did he leave? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how did that whole... I don't know how that whole situation came about. But... But we have to agree that Bruce Dickinson made, like, a significant difference. And he took the band, like... Oh, yeah. You know, And elsewhere. talk about a hell of a fucking front man, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I saw him, and I think you were there, too, with the Dio and Motorhead. Holy... Yeah. Dude was running around and running yeah. around and running around, yeah. and going up the fucking ladder and getting on these platforms and then coming back down and then running yep. and then that was a hell of a show, yeah. dude. Yeah, and I mean the dude is just all on, over the on, place on fire. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. 
And so, I mean, he hit the highs, dude. Yeah. He's one of the, probably one of the most significant and important so he singers. Came in, he came in into this album, and I believe there's a song from his solo career that he has, uh, Born in 58. So this was released in, what, 80... 83. 83. Yeah. So it's, what, 58, 68, 78. How old was he? 20, what, 25? 24-year-old Bruce Dickinson by this time? Yeah. Dude, and this is like the album where Bruce Dickinson makes his his uh, his first appearance. Yeah, the third album, which is the Number of the Beast. Yeah, um, Stormtroopers of Death has an album like this. I don't know yeah. if you've seen it, dude. Yeah. Like they ripped straight up, they were, ripped him off. They were mocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I heard this album was supposed to be like the. Uh. It has supposed. It had to uh, like. It was supposed to be with like a blue uh, background. Oh. Okay. And it would have suited. I mean, it would have looked way better, dude. In my opinion, the original yeah. the the original album art was supposed to be blue, the blue yeah. background. Yeah. But someone fucked it up. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. I mean, I dig it now, and it's yeah. like, dude, it's the number of the. Beast. I just barely noticed that. So Eddie's puppeteering. Yeah. The devil, Satan, and then Satan's puppeteering another mini. Yeah. Eddie. That's crazy. <laughs> I never saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking cool, dude. It's an awesome album. Yeah, it is. It's a legit album. Like, oh, through and through. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, they should have started that... Like, I, I've heard a lot of people say that they should have started with the number of the beast, dude. Imagine, yeah, imagine, I agree. imagine how awesome agree. that would have been. To start off the album? Yeah. Yeah, because that's a, that's a verse from the from the Bible. I'm not sure exactly what... Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that, that would be an awesome way to start, to introduce Bruce Dickinson to... That would have been amazing. I yeah, mean, just do a reorder of it. Yeah, because Invaders is a good. It, it's a good track. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, you have to think though. If you're a lot of times because there there was because uh, you know I, I I do promos and review stuff right now. There were there was an album that I was reviewing. Yeah, and that there was two or three different uh, album list. The way it was tracked was different depending on the region. Oh, and really? I thought that was really fucking cool. That was really weird. I've never seen that before. I've so, never heard of that. Uh, uh, yeah. And so I was like, that's fucking cool. What if they would have done a retrack, you know, yeah. a, a, in order? Yeah. It makes a difference too for some people. Yeah, it would. It um, would have made a difference. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously here, I think the Enter Sandman. Yeah. So Run to the Hills, which I oh, think is. Oh, yeah. For continues, sure. Continues to be. Yeah. But, overplayed. But it's still one of those songs where. Have you tried singing along to that shit? It is hard. Yeah. Bruce has this way of singing that yeah. even on that, the chorus part, dude, it's hard, man. There's just no way to do it unless you're like really, a really he good He was singer. an opera singer. Yeah. I mean, he had the lungs for it. Yeah. Oh, And that's something sure. that Paul, Mc- I mean, Paul McCartney, Paul Diano couldn't, he yeah. couldn't sing that style. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they have a song called Invaders that uh, Judas Priest has their own. But it's not the same song. It's Invader. Okay. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, solid album, dude. Yeah. Number of the Beast. Hallowed Be Thy Name. That's the... Hallowed Be Thy Name. Holy so, fuck. Yeah. I think that's, like, the song. Yeah. And I heard that... Yeah. I remember when I saw them, uh, them play live, they can no longer play that live. No way. Yeah. That they got in some sort of a lawsuit. Oh, that's right. But why Lyr- that song? Lyrically, they, they took t- uh, some lyrics... 
Yeah. I think from this other guy who wrote it a long time ago. I think they might have paid him off, dude. I think and they if settled. they don't, they have to pay him royalties. I think they, that's right. But I think they paid him. They settled, I think. Yeah? I think, yeah, because it, it was... But that's horrible, though. Years. Like, we can't ever see them play... We can't see them play this song live. That sucks. What if they change Who the name? take them to... Huh? <laughs> For real? <laughs> that's crazy, but... Hallowed be thy fame. Hallowed <laughs> <laughs> be thy fame. And just change it a little. I mean, I'm sure just Bruce, tweak it a little I'm bit. I'm sure Bruce can do it. He's a yeah. master of words. But I mean, you would never think like all these dudes are like stealing lyrics or yeah. Or they stole a couple of licks. I think that's what it was. Damn, that's horrible. Yeah. That's like I think that's one of my favorite top for sure. For top sure. three, top yeah. three songs. Yeah, like the solo, everything, dude, yeah. everything. I yeah. love that song. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. So this was 83, yeah. 82, 83. Oh, no, it must have been 82. So the fourth album, whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, 82, 82. So where the fourth album, and this is Peace of Mind. This is where, is it, oh, okay, this is where drummer Nico McBrain comes into hand. Yeah. Like, he comes in, joins the band. Nico. Um, He's fucking crazy. Man. Where he goes there, dude. Revelations. I yeah. love that fucking Flight of yeah. Icarus. That's my favorite one right Die there. Die With Your Boots On, and then yeah. they have The Trooper. Of course. It's an anthem, but yeah. it's like kind of overplayed. Yeah. But it's the anthem, dude. It's yeah. the anthem. Yeah. Look at the art, though. Like, the album art. Fucking yeah. Eddie. It looks sick. Fuck, yeah. He's and the just... straight jacket, dude. Yeah. He's, he's already tearing that shit apart. Yeah. <laughs> it's sick. I mean, they're making... I love how they have the variation of Eddie, though. Yeah. Sometimes with hair. This one, he doesn't have any hair. Oh, that's right, huh? You know I mean, the, the other hair was all spiky in the first one. Yep. More punked out. He's a fellow on Salmo, dude, yeah, a yeah. mascot. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking always changing and shit. Huh. <laughs> Fucking Phil, dude. Yeah, Flight of Icarus is probably one of my favorites. That's just, a sick track. Just, just, yeah. And then the Trooper, of course, still alive. Man, just... I wish we could put some sort of maiden background music right now. I know, man. That'd be awesome, but... Yeah, that would be at, we'd have to pay them. I mean, there's sure, huh? there's uh, issues with um, there's like we can only discuss it and talk there's, about it. There's copyright issues that we, I mean we could probably play. Uh, we could, you think so? Um, we could. It's just you know, no, we would uh, have to pay them. I'm pretty sure they would have to ask us for like no, some sort of. There's there's a fair use. The fair use clause that that's if you're critiquing or reviewing, it's okay. Yeah, and if you're just doing that. And you're not making money off of it, you know, which we're not, but it's, we're not. yeah, so it's okay, you know, so, I mean, but I, again, I don't want to get risk of it getting pulled off Spotify or getting oh, pulled. I see. YouTube will pull it. Will they? Will, YouTube will fucking pull it. So that's why not all the podcasts are up there because they'll fucking pull, uh, they'll pull it. And Spotify said that they would pull it if, if it's copyright infringement, but they didn't pull the other song, the other episodes because I think maybe when they reviewed it, they're like, yeah, yeah they're, we're, we're reviewing it. We're talking about it. Right. Critiquing it. Yeah. So that's cool. But I still want to have other avenues uh, for people to listen to the podcast. So if they're not able to have Spotify, if they're not able to have uh, iTunes, mm-hmm. they can go to uh, Radio Public, which I always recommend. That's an Android app. That's the one I have. Yeah. Android app. And it's actually for iOS also. But if not, they can do it on YouTube, right? They could also do it through Twitter. The Twitter we have, that's also another account mm-hmm. that they can check our, the podcast out. And, and, and also, just straight up, that Metal Podcast website. 
give us a like and give us a comment. Yeah. Tell us what we're doing right and wrong. That's actually content. Yeah, man. Give us ideas, dude, because that's yeah. that's what I really want is feedback. Feedback and ideas. Um, I know next next podcast we're gonna cover a little bit more um, a, a heavier band, uh, different genre of music, and we're gonna do again. I wanted to really quick bring up that we're gonna bring back um, album recommendations and we're gonna bring back album oh, yeah. reviews because I feel like a lot of people were actually really digging. Uh, the recommendations, yeah, a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, so I know for sure. I, I was keeping up to like uh, like recommendations that you guys would would uh, would post, dude. I was yeah. actually looking up into that. Yeah. So I mean, we need we need to bring those back. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure man. And I think that's I think it's a lot of fun just mm-hmm. going into different bands. You know, like you know, I would put one or two. Yeah. Uh, recommendations for this one, I'm gonna just do one. Okay. Because I'll talk about it. A little bit in detail. Uh, but, all right. So, we're going to go to our next album. Now, this is uh, Power Slave. This is Power Slave. What Ace was it? High Dude, Two Minutes to Midnight, Lost for Words, Flash of the Blade, The oh, Duelist. Flash of the Blade, man. Back in the Village, Power Slave, and Rhyme of the Ancient yeah. Mariner. Before we go any further, I want people to check this shit out. Power Slave. Two times platinum in Canada. Damn. Uh, Germany, it went gold. Japan, it went gold. Spain, gold. UK, gold. Platinum in the US. Peace of mind. Two times platinum. It's an amazing album. Canada, yeah. It's probably my favorite album, yeah. David. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with... Man, I'm stuck between Power Slave and um, Iron Maiden. Just still self-titled. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And then, you know, a lot of these albums went double platinum, man. I mean, they're really successful for Canada. Reason. Number of the Beast, Canada, three times platinum in Canada. Fuck me. That's unheard of now, like yeah. today. Oh, yeah. You can't, you, but because everybody is releasing one hit wonders, dude. Yeah. They're releasing singles, they're not releasing albums anymore. Um, which I'm hearing a lot of people, it's, a, it's the way to go release singles and don't release fucking albums. Um, so and it's such a shame, dude. Because look, uh, they would never play "Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner" on on radio because it's such a long song. Yeah. It's too long. "Flash of the Blade" and "The Duelist" are incredible songs. Like, yeah, "Flash of the Blade." Instrumentally, dude. Instrumentally, they are superior. Yeah, like this album, it has to be the my favorite album for sure. Yeah, I without think a I, doubt. I definitely have to agree. With this was one of the better albums. Like the album art. The the tracks. Fuck yeah, man. And then and then it's like, you know, these guys who were always diving into sort of like historical events or, yeah. or a lot of there's a lot of history involved with a lot of the stories that they tell, with a lot of the songs that they have. Um I think Flesh of the Blade could be for me probably one of the heavier maiden songs. For sure. Um I think probably from the eighties, you yeah. know, probably one of the heavier songs. But look at Eddie, Mummified Eddie. You know, That's like awesome, like, huh? like uh, like Sphinx Eddie. Yeah. Um, There's all these hidden messages in, yeah. the, in that album. Yeah, it's really fucking. I think cool, there's man. one hidden message that says that Indiana Jones was here, or something like that. <laughs> For real? Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's fucking cool. Yeah. I like uh, I like the there's oh there's a uh, Grim Reaper over here. Is there? Yeah. In the corner. Oh, no way. That's freaking cool. I never noticed that at all. Oh, wow, dude. You see? Yeah. And, and it's just by looking at it, just like 
Can you imagine though being a teenager during that time? Oh, For real, just, oh, you know, dude. You're, you're probably smoking dope, drinking beer, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and checking yep. out, which is like what they do anyways now. But that would have been a normal thing back then. That's the thing, though. Like, <clears throat> if you don't end up buying the like the physical format, you might end up uh, like getting into certain tracks because that's the way I ended up getting into tracks that I would have never heard of. Yeah. Otherwise, because we're so used to like "Run to the Hills," "The yeah. Trooper," yeah, you know, songs like that. Yeah, like you go you go deep into the album, yeah, and, and checking out other songs mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, that's the that's the thing too with like let's say Megadeth and Metallica and um, bands like that, where you know most metalheads talk about albums and songs mm-hmm. like it's normal, like right, right, like right. it's normal, like. It's not like, oh, I'm only going to talk about the greatest hits. No, they like talk deep into like yeah. the albums, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's what that's, I think that's cool. If you could try to do that with every band, that's good because, yeah. Um, cause they're, I mean, everybody, when we're eventually going to do it, yeah, we're eventually going to do it so we can yeah. have more concept on yeah. that metal podcast. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's another thing too is that like, there's just so many bands out there. And I think, that's why I'm always asking the listeners, hey, give us bands or give us ideas. Yeah. Because not only that, it's also for them. Exactly. Because then... What do they want to hear? Yeah, because, I mean, you want us to talk in detail about a band, then we can do that. Right. There is another podcast who, who do... They do obscure bands, though. Okay. They talk about obscure bands and maybe some that... Uh, are not so obscure, but most of them are obscure. Like your idea that you were yeah. saying that we're going to talk about like death metal, like next week or black yeah. metal. Like I really dig that idea. Yeah. So it can be content for those types of listeners. Yeah, exactly. I don't, yeah. I don't, and I don't want it. Like I was saying earlier, I don't want people, ah, you're talking shit about Eddie Trunk all the time, but you're doing the same thing Eddie Trunk <laughs> right? is doing shit. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want that to happen. That I, won't I want happen. There, that won't happen with be, our, with our podcast. Yeah, I want it to be, uh, different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's changes all the time, you know. And yeah. when, and you guys will get that when we talk about our recommendations and our album reviews. Yeah. There's definitely different types of music. So with that being said, we're gonna go to our next. So the next album is Somewhere in Time. Um, this is where they started incorporating uh, what is it, the synthesizers, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, caught somewhere in time, dude. I mean that just gets you like right off the bat. Yeah. I remember I used to cover that song. It's yeah. it's probably my favorite song here. Wasted Years, Sea of Madness, Heaven Can't Wait. The loneliness the loneliness That's my favorite. Yes. The loneliness Under- of the long distance runner. Underrated uh, fuck, as fuck. Yeah. My favorite track probably fuck, from Iron Maiden. Fuck yeah, dude. Definitely. It gets progressive. Yeah. It gets heavy. Yeah. I love that track. I'm on yeah. with that. Fuck yeah, dude. Strangers in a Strange Lands, Deja Vu, and then Alexander the Great. Fuck yeah. Like, they're teaching us about history and already. song. Yeah. Hey, look at Binchy Bruce is already dressed up. Huh. He's, all, he's all dressed up here. Cyborg Eddie. Yeah. He looks cool, dude. He looks all futuristic. Fuck yeah. I mean, it's a, it's top, what is it, top, at least for me, it would be like a top three, top five albums. Okay. It's awesome. Yeah. I love I all those so. tracks, dude. It's. Like, we're going into the golden era of the band, oh, if yes. I may dare say. Since 86? Yeah. A lot of people weren't digging the whole synthesizer thing. Like, the they weren't... It's alright. I mean, it's But then like, again, I, dude, I, it's rare when I see people cover songs from that from that album. Yeah. That's probably why. That's true. Like, I don't think the Maidens cover 
they may cover like a song or two from that, the, but I'm not too sure. The ladies, yeah, the Iron, the Iron Maidens, the Iron Maidens. <laughs> I like Wasted Years too. It's a, it's a bit of a, I think it's a crowd favorite. I think, where yeah, like they get people singing and shit. Um, yeah, it's not an obscure album by any means. No, 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 no. no. I love the album art, man. I'm telling you. Dude, so there's... I was seeing that there was supposed to be a shitload of. Um, Secret messages? Or yeah. Hidden messages? Yeah. Yeah. That what one what could a... this one be? Look. What? Uh, this is an album. This is an album cover? Is this... Is yeah. this a... Black Sabbath? I don't know. Let me see. Let me see. Who does that? It looks like a falling angel. Like he's falling down. That's a... Um, that's that? Zeppelin. Is that so? That's a yeah. That's a Zeppelin. Uh, that's a Zeppelin reference. Oh, this is a Zeppelin reference, right? Yeah. Oh, I see that the shirt. Yeah, I see people's sh- shirts. There's a there. there's a best of the there's a there's a CD called this album called Best of the B sites and they cover <laughs> communication <laughs> breakdown. No shit. Yeah, from Zeppelin. They're yeah. Zeppelin fans. You know, my favorite cover Iron Maiden did was Doctor Doctor. Oh, for uh, they covered uh, from UFO. Yeah, they did Doctor Doctor. Oh, I want to get that album. And that's uh, that was on something Eddie Ed, Ed Hunter. Yeah, something. It was like an album. I used to have that album. The yeah. Ed Hunter used to be yes. a compilation album, and yes. it came with like a video. Game, yes, a first person shooter yes. video game of Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah. I think they're probably one of the first bands to have a besides Kiss uh, to have a video game. Um, oh, that's right. Kiss had one. Yeah, huh? yeah. Uh, it was I think on the Dreamcast or some shit. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I remember um, they had that and they, and they and they have Doctor Doctor on there, man. Yeah, uh, and that was I mean that's a bad. Hey, they covered song. a bunch of bands. They covered uh, ZZ Top, I believe. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I love ZZ Top, man. Yeah, they're fucking dude. They're metal dude. ZZ Top. Oh, for sure, metal dude. It's heavy metal blues. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Texas, Texas, and they're from Texas. Yeah. Texas Heavy Metal Blues, man. Yep. Fuck. Oh, that's a good I album. love this album cover, dude. The yeah. artwork. Like you say, Cyber Eddie. The Terminator Eddie. Yeah. It looks all sick. Definitely. Fucking loneliness of the long distance runner, man. And and, and it's such and it's such and, and it's such like a specific title. Like the loneliness a long, uh, of a <laughs> You're so right. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Are all runners lonely? I know, right? Are, are all of them lonely? And then if they do, are they listening to that fucking album and shit? <laughs> if they're listening to that album, oh, dude, must be amazing. I know, right? He's so right. Bruce understands me. <laughs> I do get lonely <laughs> when I'm running. That's funny, dude. Damn. So, we're going to jump into the next album, which is a... What is it? Oh, it's Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Yes. This is the album, dude. Moonchild, Infinite Dreams, yeah. Can I Play With Madness, Fuck yes. The Evil That Men Do, That's a badass. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, that's yeah. the track. Yeah. The Prophecy has to be my favorite track okay. from this album. And then it has the Clairvoyant and Only the Guy Young. It was a great album. Yeah, let me, let me, Look at the cover art. What is he holding? Like a heart or... It's a heart baby. Yeah. It looks like a baby. And he's got an apple? Here? Is that an apple? It looks like I an apple. So- looks like an apple. I think you're hungry. <laughs> Dude, it is a caramel apple. You're it right. Is right. <laughs> or, it's something. It's it's a, it looks like an apple. It looks like fruit. <laughs> oh, wow. 
But yeah, I think that that one is one of the also um, my favorite ones. Yeah. Um, I think this one I just bought it at, like at all that music just uh-huh. under Wham. It was cheap, and I just fucking bought it. I'm like, fuck, this is badass. They have that album recorded on a oh my god, what is it, what is it called? Made in England. Yeah. They record it, but it 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 has horrible. Um, I think they recorded it indoors, and it just looks shitty. Like no way. Yeah. It sounds amazing, but they rec- like they. Because it's the audio, the visuals look horrible. Yeah. So, I like this. And I think, can I play with Madness, The Evil That Men Do? Yeah. The Good Die Young, The Clairvoyant. That was Um, a concept album. mm -hmm. Was it? Yeah. You know what? Mm -hmm. Actually, now that you say that, now that the coming... It kind of makes sense. Yeah, it kind of makes fucking sense. Yeah. Yeah, I I never saw the inside. There's like all these glaciers of Eddie. It looks awesome. Different iterations of Eddie. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Look at that shit. That's fucking badass, dude. Little fucking iceberg Eddie's. The same guy that was drawing the Eddie from the first album was still doing his artwork here. Yeah. I think he stopped it like in a later album, but yeah, like you could tell it's all him. You know what's funny? If you go to the back and I'm seeing a common trend here where it says mixed and produced and whatever mastered mm-hmm. by Martin Birch. By Martin Birch. And... Outstanding. He's he was a uh, who was he producing? I think he was producing with uh, someone. He was. Let me see. Oh man, like I should know this. He was he was, he was producing someone before Maiden. Like he, he was already well known, like established. Okay. But yeah, like you're you're right. He, I mean, he's he must be the reason behind why Maiden's so successful. Yeah. I mean, it kept... Produced and engineered. So, he did Deep Purple, Rainbow... Deep Purple. White Snake, Black Sabbath, and Iron Maiden. He Damn. also... He Quite a also, resume. He also did Fleetwood Mac. Oh, dude. Which, Lindsey Buckingham's recovering from open heart surgery, yeah, so I wish heard. him all the best. Uh, just Deep Purple, he did Wishbone Ash. Blue Acer Cult. Dude. This so, guy's a genius. So, he's quite... He has quite a resume, like yeah, you said. Yeah, for uh, sure. Damn. Well, so he retired after Iron Maiden's Fear of the Dark. Yeah. And that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's the last album and they did with the with the guy that was doing the art as well. Damian? Yeah, I don't know why they let him go. That's crazy. Yeah. And it says here, Birch appears in Iron Maiden's video for Holy Smoke. Oh, wow. I need to check that out. Yeah. So, interesting. So, I think, yeah, Seven Son of a Seven Son, one of my favorites. We're going to go on to... Uh, no prayer for the dying. Yeah, nineteen ninety. So, I have the shirt. I love the band, but I think this is where, like, yeah. Remember, I was telling you, like, yeah. which is the album I don't really uh-huh. kind of like. I think uh, this is it right here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my f- definitely my least favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, I think maybe bring your daughter to the slaughter. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Um. I, it doesn't have much songs, dude. It, mm, you you can't really work with it. Like, nah, <laughs> you really can't. Like, like they've been producing album after album yeah, after album of greatness. Were, that I mean, were, it was bound to do. It puppy. was bound to happen. Yeah, there. Now let me see. How many are there with um, with Bruce at this point? Oh, at this point, they've see. done one, one two, two, three, four, five, six. So this is a six with Bruce. Yeah. Um, I don't, and you know what? I'll be honest with you. Even the album art is kind of lame. Yeah. It's Eddie trying to get out of a coffin or some shit. Right. You know, sarc- sarcophagus or something. I don't know. He's getting out of something. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but 
I think there was like this this thing where I was I was trying to think of a like a theory yeah. of some bands hit peak like at album five or six. Yeah. Right? So for example, one of my favorite bands, um, Opeth, after they did Blackwater Park, they kinda did two experimental albums. They did Damnation and they did Deliverance. Mm-hmm. Those one was an acoustic album, one was a death metal album, straight up death metal album, which still sounded like Opeth. Uh, and then after that, they released. They started releasing a lot of albums that I just kind of didn't really enjoy. Okay. A lot of people were saying that I'm crazy, um, which in which case now, with their recent releases that they've done, I kind of feel like oh well, load and reload sounds better than. Oh, okay. Than so, this. Saying- so now those are the older albums that I like. Are just, I'm starting to to dig them. Yeah. But I kind of feel like they hit the, the wall of creativity. It happens after with every the fifth band. album, right? So then you get that. And think about Metallica. The Black Album was their fifth album. And, yeah. and, and kind of, they went downhill, went downhill. after that. Uh, and I don't know about uh, Megadeth, officially. Mm-hmm. You know, they did... Um, uh, let's see, Killing Is My Business, uh, Peace Cells. They haven't had a shitty album? They, they have... I mean, they have... What risk? Which is I was listening eh, to it today. You know, yeah. The underrated, massively underrated Euthanasia, which is kick ass. I think that's one of the better albums. I think of the of Megadeth. In the I 90s. really like the cover from Fuck that. Fuck yeah! They're like the babies are just you know. Yeah, and then um, I see the grandma and that like the shit. Yeah, and like it reminds me of my grandma. T- yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that album is vastly it's a solid underrated. album. It's a very solid album. Fuck yeah! Underrated as fuck. Um, but I mean. 90s era, you know, what did you get? You oh, get dude, you're writings? right. You're right. You know? I mean, rest in peace, of course. Yeah. But then you get cryptic writings and risk. And then, I mean, I don't know what else in the 90s. We're going to go through the 90s album. And now that I'm thinking about yeah. it, like, oh, these are kind of weak compared yeah. to like the earlier 80s. Yeah, exactly. And so I don't know what it was if they were already comfortable Established, they peak, I guess, or... yeah. and and you see that with them, and then maybe it also shows. maybe there's a combination of that. There's a combination of grunge coming, uh, maybe affecting sales. Yeah, because I mean, I see here for for whatever reason, this album. I, I, I'm I'm guessing Canada really loves Iron Maiden because it went platinum there and it went gold U.S. and U.K. And that's it. No, nowhere else. Hmm. So I'm wondering about that. Kind of curious. Actually, it came out on my birthday in 1990. Cool. Oh, really? I was seven. <laughs> Damn. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought that was that's pretty interesting. But um, how weird is that? That you know, you don't really think about it until you actually start to think about it. That all these factors could have affected. Yeah. Record sales or. You know, maybe inner turmoil at this point. We don't know. Yes, internal. Uh huh. For sure. That something's happening, which we see. Which something did happen on the on the next album. That was the last album with Bruce Bruce. Dickinson and Adrian Smith. Yeah, Fear of the Dark. Yeah, which is the next album, and I mean, it has good tracks. Be quicker, be dead. From here to eternity. Afraid to shoot strangers. Yeah. Uh, probably my favorite one is Wasting Love because it's a power ballad, but. I mean, it has good tracks, yeah. but that was the uh, that was the era. That was that was the end. Huh? That was the end. Yeah, yeah, that's when Bruce Dickinson decided to go like his own way, and yeah. he took one of the guitarists, and he ended up uh, 
doing a solo material. Yeah. Which is what they needed. I guess they needed to uh, get away from, from each other and do their own thing. And uh, Bruce needed to experiment I, to see where yeah. he was headed. I think they all needed to find themselves, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, for sure. For what do you think about the it? album, Mark? I like it, except it's not Eddie. I don't it's just I, Eddie on a, like on a tree. It's, it doesn't look like Eddie. It doesn't. No. It just doesn't. It looks like a... I think Swamp Thing looks scarier yeah. than that Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see... You know, like, what are you going to do, Eddie? You're in a... like. He looks scary, but he's just going to be in a tree. Yeah. Just don't go next to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> just don't urinate on that tree. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't poop on that tree. Yeah. The album, the album art's all right, but yeah, that was uh, like I said, that was gonna be the last year with the last album with and Bruce then, Dickinson. He would cut his long, uh, yeah, locks of hair after that. Yeah, it's, but this is weird. That makes no yeah. sense. that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Either. It's a red skull with a ring around it. That's not Eddie. That's not Eddie. Huh. That's definitely not Eddie. So I don't know. So that was when Derek Riggs, I think he wasn't a part of that, or maybe no, I no, he wasn't. That was the last, yeah, that was that was the last album with the original uh, the artist yeah. Eddie. Uh, very uninspired. I didn't like that. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. That's no, fine. So we come into like the next albums. Uh, so that's when uh, so things kind of went for a different direction, right? Yeah, but he. He left. Bruce left. Bruce left. Adrian? And, and no. Adrian Smith. I, he, they left. They left. So Steve Harris is wondering, like, what the fuck? Where, like, where, does, where do we go from here? Yeah. And they ended up getting, uh, like, I was going to fill in, Blaze Bailey. Mm-hmm. Which ended up doing the next two albums, which is The X Factor. Now, you know what's interesting? Fear of the Dark came out May 92. Mm-hmm. X Factor came out in 1995, 95. October yeah. 95. That's yeah. some time. In three Detroit. years. That's some time, dude. It took three years. Um, a lot of people don't really like the Blaze Bailey era for whatever it's, reason. It's it's at that time, you know, especially when I was in high school, I didn't really pay much attention to it. Yeah. And then as I got older, I started to listen to it more and I started to appreciate it more in the same, same way same. with Priest yeah. with Ripper and you know Juggalator and, and Demolition Demo, yeah so the same in the same way I, I started to kind of appreciate Blaze more yeah um, and it's interesting because let me check this out really quick so I dig dig some of the songs here though Like I genuinely like Genuinely like The Sign of the Cross uh, Lord of the Flies Mm, 2AM dude I love that I love the guitars on on 2AM It's kind of It's a kind of I mean if you're not into If you're not into Maiden You're not really going to appreciate This album Simply for the fact that it's Blaze Bailey It's not Bruce Dickinson You already you're already aware that it's not the same singer and it's yeah. not I mean it's it's good quality music. I still dig it. I still dig it. It's salvageable, but it's not yeah. Bruce Dickinson. You right. Know? So Blaze Bailey came from Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. Yeah. Uh and this I was reading that they're saying that they took a little bit of a darker uh tone because mm-hmm. Steve Harris was going through a divorce at this time. Oh, and okay. uh so it kind of reflected on the music that it was a little bit more of a darker tone. 
But look at and, the album art. Eddie's though. getting torn the fuck apart. Damn. Yeah. I actually like this. It's like a little bit of a like claymation almost. Yeah. Like a miniature. Like something that Tool would do. You uh, know what? That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Tool. But, uh, yeah. Eddie's getting. I think it could have been better. Cool. I think the album work could have been. The album art could have. Could have been better. Yeah. It should have been better. You know what? I think this one I was not paid too much attention to other than the sign of the cross. Uh-huh. But I think I need to revisit the X Factor mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Bruce Dickinson this was always did that. This was always something that caught my attention though uh, when I would see. Really? Yeah, because I remember like being in middle school and I would see it. And, uh, yeah. Uh, at Walmart, at Walmart, actually had this album. Oh, did they sell them? Yeah, and I saw it there, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is that? That was pretty cool." Yeah, and uh, but you know, I never bought it. I think I think I ended up buying a. I don't remember, but it wasn't Iron Maiden. It was. Mm-hmm. I think it was. You you I, you wouldn't have liked it back then. If no. you would have purchased it, you would have been disappointed. Like, yeah. oh, you would have been expecting something yeah. like along the lines of the Trooper. Yeah. Or, I think one that I was amazed that I bought from Walmart, surprisingly, was uh, Painkiller from Judas Priest. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was back when... Back when they used to sell uh, yeah, metal, metal albums? Yeah. Well, I don't even think they sell CDs anymore. No. I think or, or at least metal CDs. They, they sell. They have a little... But that's like greatest hits or like... And then they always have that Metallica. parental advisory yeah. sticker nonsense. Yeah. It's like Metallica. It's edited music. Yeah. It's, it's definitely edited. Oh, if it has garbage. a sticker on it, it's edited. So... Good for parents, I guess, for their kids, but for everyone else, it it's, it's kids bop. Yeah, it's, nah. it's definitely kids bop metal. You know I mean? <laughs> if it's if there's gonna be a thing, you know, it sucks. I don't feel like uh, Walmart has the authority to do that. I think it's the parents' yeah uh, authority for that. You you can't be the middleman. I will, will like you can't just force it. You yeah, know? you know that's not fair. So, anyways, that's a whole other issue, right? That, uh, but we'll get into. But, anyways, so yeah, so the X Factor, which was not, and if you look, um, sales. If, if, if you look right, back, right. it only went silver in the UK. It Damn. didn't even get gold. Wow, I'm not surprised. So yeah, so now going back to now, Virtual Eleven came out '98 with Blaze. Mm-hmm. Future Real, The Angel and the Gambler, Lightning Strikes Twice. The Klansman. That's the one, man. Yeah, so I was going to say, um, I don't know if you knew this, there's a 90s uh, R&B singer named, uh, oh my God, what was her name? Oh, Brandy. Uh-huh. She ended up uh, using, she's an Iron Maiden fan for sure, dude. She made a... No shit. Yeah, from the, she got the, she sampled uh, the Klansman yeah. on one of her songs. Like, and it's, if you listen to the, listen to the Klansman and then go to uh, YouTube Brandy. And the song's called uh, I Tried. She sampled it, dude. No she shit. sampled the Klansman. No shit. Yeah, man. And it sounds awesome. It works. Yeah. So this woman, like, you think, like, oh, 90s, like, yeah. R&B singer. What? No, she's yeah. a metalhead. Or she's, at least she's aware that she used a guitar riff, like an intro to the Klansman from Iron Maiden. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I think that's, that's one of my favorite songs. The Klansman's the Klansman. awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. I love that track. I mean, but you can't really go off any more tracks besides the Klansman and maybe like another one. Yeah, I, I, that's I mean, it. I'll have to, again. I'm gonna revisit it because now yeah. that I'm older, I know I'm digging more things that I didn't think I would like. None of those you know? two albums, David, are played like uh, the the only female um, 
Tribute Band, which is the Iron Maidens, they don't touch on any of those albums, yeah. which is unfortunate because they're really they have really good tracks. The Clansman would be a good yeah a, a shoe in. I think it'd be perfect. Yeah, uh, and again, as we see here, it's also went silver, but in the UK. It didn't do it didn't do good. No, uh, but I think that's interesting. Is like ninety eight, and during this time, Bruce is doing. Bruce, you know, yeah, my chemical wedding, no, my chemical tattooed wedding. millionaire, chemical wedding. He's doing uh, this whole project, accident of birth. He did. and you know what? And I think those albums, compared to like the maiden albums, yeah, ah, oh, dude, no, Bruce mm. took it. Chemical wedding is yeah. fucking amazing. That's a masterpiece album, dude. Yeah, uh, that one is just uh, and those should have been maiden tracks if you think about it. Yeah, they had he not had he not parted ways. Easily could have been, and yeah. it could have, but I mean, it is what it is. And it, uh, shortly after Virtual 11, 98, 2000, probably one of my favorites overall, Brave New World. So, this is Bruce Dickinson's return, dude. This is the album, yeah, the comeback, The Wicker Band, Ghost of Navigator, Brave New World, yeah. Blood Brothers, Blood Brothers. The Mercenary, Dream of Mirrors, yeah, there's just The Fallen Angel, The Nomad, dude, yeah. Out of the Silent Planet, and one of my favorite, The Thin Line Between Love and That's Hate. That's a good one. Amazing yeah. fucking, dude, they came back with Bruce Dickinson, and they yeah. just, it was night and day, like, it was like, where were you? Yeah. Amazing album. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, with his little short hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get, I think, officially the return of Eddie. He came back. Because I feel like there was not Eddie. That's not Eddie. That wasn't Eddie. You know, the other Eddie, Purecito. That was his Mexican cousin. He lobotomized the other Eddie. (laughs) That was his Mexican cousin. That was Eduardo. Eduardo. (laughs) It wasn't Eddie. It wasn't Ignacio. Ignacio. (laughs) It wasn't Eddie. (laughs) Yeah, Eddie came back too. Look at that shit. And he came back as a clown. Like, you can't fuck with Mother Nature. Nope, chingon. Solid album, dude. They they recorded that uh, album live, uh, Rock and Rio. Yeah, and that's when um, Bruce Dickinson does the sign of the cross. Ah, oh, dude. Oh, that's right, huh? Yeah, he he does Blaze Bailey. Fuck, man. But what, and it's what's insane to me is three guitars. Yeah, three guitars, man. That's fucking crazy. Yannick was yeah. Yannick was already a part of Maiden back in the uh, like early nineties. Huh? No, no. You know what? Back with what album? He was he was, he was back with them like. Ooh, 1990, I believe. Mm-hmm. He was already there, but you're right. It does have three guitars. Is it necessary? Probably not. But it, it just adds. I, I so mean, much. what other what other band do you think has, or have you heard that has three guitars, David? Because it's it's interesting on that approach. The Gypsy Kings. <laughs> they have three guitars I think, too. I think they have five. Oh shit! <laughs> but that's different. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Spanish. Gypsy, <laughs> I love. Uh, by the way, I love Gypsy Kings. By the way, guys, so, um, but yeah, the electric isn't that like, like flamenco yeah, Spanish. It's, it's uh, I mean they're from, Dude, they're, they're tied. I've heard they're them. from French. They're, oh. they're from France. I'm sorry. They're Are French. they? They're French, and they have this Spanish influence. They play. Oh wow! Like this. I'll, I'll play some later. I'm down. I think they're one of those bands that could easily you could. Uh, translated to metal. Oh, for sure. I'll show you why. For sure. Yeah, I'll show you why. Uh, but yeah, I mean, three guitarists, right? That's pretty fucking crazy. I think yeah. that's kind of amazing. Um, you don't see it 
anymore. I don't you don't think. see it much. You don't see that at all. Or at all. <laughs> You're <sorry>. right. <laughs> and but yeah, Brave New World, dude, to me was a comeback album. It was literally a, a comeback album for sure. It was. It was, and it's still to me. It has a special place in my heart still. I love yeah. that one. And this one went gold everywhere. Canada, Finland, Germany, Sweden, UK. Oh, wow. So it went, it went gold everywhere. Not surprised. Right. Now, a little bit of... Uh, I felt like uh, Dance of Death. Now we're going to go over um, Dance of Death. It was... It was okay. It, it was kind of a disappointment following up. Brave to Martin, Brave uh, New Brave, World. Brave New World. It was kind of... I uh, dig No More Lies from this album. Yeah, No More Lies. Journeyman. But it, but uh, look at the album art. Mannequins. Eddie looks like a Green Ripper. He does look... And this the this computer animated shit looks like shit. Yeah. Very dated. It doesn't Generic. Even, yeah, it doesn't even look like what could have been done in that era either. It, no. This looks like this should have been done in the mid-90s. Yeah. The way this... This art is, mm-hmm. and that the CD itself, this this like uh, I don't know this clown type shit, this gesture shit. I don't yeah, like, that's I exactly don't, what I was thinking. I didn't like that, you know. Nope. Um, not a big Got fan. Got two tracks. Two Wild these dreams is all right. Rainmaker is all right. Yeah. Dance of the De- um, yeah. No, I really dig no more lies. No more lies is probably one of the better ones. Yeah. Montezuma. I can't even pronounce that. I don't know what. Montezuma. Overall, disappointment coming... I think so. Disappointing. Coming after, after Brave New World. Yeah. Because I wonder if they spent most of their energy on that. And then... Mm-hmm. You know? But this did come three years after. So it was in 2003. I don't think it's going to get any better with the album art, David. I mean, we love the band, but... I, mean, I agree. Let's see. Okay, we can, we can just skip into the next album. Right. 2015, I believe. Which is that one? This is oh, it might be earlier two thousand ten or eleven. This is a matter of life and death. Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Yeah. Okay. Um, Brighter than a thousand suns. The longest day. The reincarnation of Benjamin Brig. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, for the greater good of God, it's it's a good album, but yeah. they've they've outdone themselves already. They already mm-hmm. established who they are. Yeah. Like, if they could... I mean, that's horrible to say. If they wanted to retire, they already done, like... like yeah. Called it a day. Like, oh, dude, we already did it, but... Yeah. I'm not digging the, the album art on that one. I'm not digging anything on this one, to be honest with you. I only heard a couple of songs, and I dismissed it right yeah. away. And I'll be honest with you, with this one, the next one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Final Frontier. The Final Frontier. Yeah. The Final Frontier is kind of... Not digging the album artwork... Yeah, not digging the the outward. El Dorado. It has it, it it has a few good tracks too. Kind of alright tracks. Yeah, this is like 2015, I believe. Ten. Ten. 2010. This is did it go other dimension, Eddie? I don't like this. Yeah, I think that's the worst. El Dorado. Yes, by that. far. The talisman and the man who would be killed. mother of mercy. What is it? Mother of mother of mercy. Another good track. I'm going to revisit this one. Yeah. I'm going to revisit it. I don't like the album art, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's cool if you want... But it's not Eddie. It's not, it's not Eddie. This doesn't seem like an Iron Maiden. Um, definitely doesn't seem like Iron Maiden. Uh, it did well. It did, did well. It? I mean, it went gold. 
Platinum in Finland, gold Germany, gold Italy, gold Norway, gold Sweden, gold... So the big hit in Europe. Gold, yeah, yeah, we just didn't buy it over here. No. Now, Book of Souls, however, I think is their second comeback. Yeah, because second comeback. now that motherfucker, that's a fucking album. Look at the album. Look at the... Out, the, the dude, look at the, the artwork. Nice. Let me um, see that. Although the Eddie, although this Eddie does look like he has, uh, like, cornrows. <laughs> At first sight, you're like, wait, what? It's supposed like, to be, like, painted, huh? Yeah, yeah, but it looks like he has cornrows. <laughs> it does. He looks like a uh, Street Fighter Dalsim. Dalsim? <laughs> there you the go. Fucking... Dalsim. Yoga! Yeah. Yoga flame! Yoga fire. Yeah, looks exactly... <laughs> he does, he has the ears too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's fucking funny, dude. Oh, man. Easily, the red and the black, dude. Yeah. Fuck. That's one of, like, my favorite. Speed of Light's good. The Book of Souls, dude. Book of Souls. Took a good, took a track. Dude. This was, I think, their second comeback. Yeah. If there is a, such a thing... This is it right here. Well, we're only going to know if they have another album. If they release another album, yeah. either it could be good or it could be like, uh... Yeah. I think... Aren't they, are they in the studio? I've never... I haven't heard of a new album. This was 2016, I believe. 15. Oh, 15. Yeah. Let me check. Wow, it's four years old already. <sighs> Let me check to see if there's anything going on right now. Oh, I hope so. Uh... Doesn't seem like it. They're going to come to... Uh, I'll be like Albuquerque this year. Yeah, I think so. And that's the thing, though. Like, I haven't seen this band since the I was a teenager. You know. Yeah, a, but wow. I, I need to see them again. I I need to see them again. Same. Oh well, well, like I have yeah. to fucking see them again. Um, so summer of 2016, they launched a video game, Iron Maiden: Legacy of the Beast, inspired by the band, the. Have you played that title. game? No. It's uh, I mean, I lost interest right away. Yeah. I didn't even play it. Yeah, it's uh, it seems like it's an RPG sort of. Yeah. Oh, okay. I but might, I might I check that out. I like RPGs. Um. But it was it didn't grab your attention, and it's a uh, mobile game. It says. So. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. So I hear. Other than that, I hear that they're just gonna start uh, North and South American shows in 2019. That's it. Um, Maybe we'll catch them. Maybe they'll come over here. Nah, hell no, they won't come over here. Uh, I'll, I don't mind. I mean, I'll check them out, dude. Where the fuck they are? If it's Albuquerque, if it's Albuquerque for sure. But they, they always, they always play if, Albuquerque. If there's, any, if there's anything, I'll try to check that out. I know. We'll see, though. Um, I think one... Oh, yeah, one thing that I wanted... Uh, I forgot to, to add. Yeah. On the number of the Beast album. So, their producer, apparently... Um, Let me see. Their producer got into a car accident. And oh, I heard the about re- this. The repair bill was six six six. Six hundred and sixty six pounds. Yeah. And the guy's yeah. all like, "No, you have to charge me like another pound." I don't. Yeah. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. And that's 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 pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Birch. Martin Birch. Yeah. yeah. Got into a car accident. Uh, thoroughly spooked, Birch demanded that the repair shop charge him an extra pound to ensure nothing demonic happened to him. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stay away. Uh, that's fucking hilarious, dude. Now, the one thing that I would 
definitely want to bring up. Yeah. Because Iron Maiden is so badass and they're so, like, well, they're so legendary. Right. Uh, is they have Ed Force One. Oh, that's right. And uh, Bruce, is, Bruce Dickinson's the pilot, right? He's the pilot, man. So he's a commercial pilot. Like, he's he's a legitimate pilot. Like, he's, yeah. he's done. That's not his first rodeo. He's done plenty before. Uh, it's a, he does it's fencing a, for, like, sports. Also, a, yeah. yeah. So it's a Boeing 747 converted for whatever they needed. And they have their equipment and everything in there. And he's the one who takes them. That's amazing. He flies them. They don't need a bus driver. It's him. That's amazing. That is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, who else can say that? You know, you have all these rappers in their little fucking private jets. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Those you dudes know? actually, like, yeah. dry, uh, like getting on a plane. Yeah. Oh, the Indiana Jones was here in 1941. That was in oh, Somewhere in Time. Yeah. I'm just checking that out right here. That's fucking cool, dude. Um, the Fallen Angel had to be like a reference from for <clears throat> right, yeah. yeah, for sure. So these guys have their own beer, which have you tried the Trooper? We talked about this. Yeah, before. we talked this about. It's all right, that. man. It was a re- oh yeah, the Robinson beer. Yeah, is it Ed Robinson? I'm not sure. Yeah, it could be, but uh, I've, I've, I think it might. Be. But you know what? It was the one thing that I forgot to talk about. 70k. People were drinking Bud Light a lot. Were they? Yes, sir. Why? I don't know. But we had shit lots of beer to choose from, and they were drinking fucking Bud Light. They're foreigners. Which guarantee you, they're foreigners. Probably, but I didn't. For sure. No, we know better than that. And they were drinking Budweiser también. You know, Budweiser and Bud Light. So this leads me to believe that still, I still think probably, and and I don't give a shit if I get grilled for it. Probably one of the best beers ever is Bud Light. Um, because if I'm in a tight, if I'm in a, if I don't have cash, I will yeah. buy a fuck little Bud Light and that's it, man. If I'm in a fucking bind. Because, uh, are you kidding me? A fucking 12 pack of those Equis costs $16. I'm not going to pay $16 for 12 beers. Yeah. When I could pay 20 for $16, $17. Fuck that, dude. Bud Light's very common and like yeah. cheap. Yeah, man. It's cheap and it's common. Oh, it doesn't fuck you up. You know what? It doesn't fuck you up. As yeah. much as other beers, but guess what? I'm not gonna be fucking bloated and feeling like shit yeah. when I like when I drink uh, Budweiser. Yeah, that makes you feel gross. I feel like burpy and just you don't even get to enjoy your buzz or anything like that. Exactly. So that's the only thing I don't like about Budweiser or the heavier beers that are like that. Yeah, but I like the taste. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and don't get me wrong. I like drinking everything else. I love the stouts and I love the IPAs and I love all that shit too. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day. I'm paying for it, and if I don't have enough money, I'm just gonna buy the the cheaper stuff, you know. But again, I'm not gonna go that cheap. That I'm gonna be natural buying, light, yeah, or PBR, maybe PBR. But it's I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna buy Milwaukee's best, or oh, I'm not that's gonna horrible. buy, that's garbage. You know, or I'm not gonna go as far as like, oh, let's get you know some King Cobras, oh, or got some forties, yeah, some forties. I'm not gonna do that. I have done it before. Yeah, I remember one time I bought myself like an eighteen, and then I got myself two two King Cobras. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God damn, this is pretty good. Fucking King Cobra. <laughs> I was like, it tastes like apple juice. You just if it's cold, you know. Like, but when it starts to get warm, it, yeah, it tastes like shit. Yeah, I haven't uh, drank a King Cobra in a while. Yeah, it's it gives me too shit face. Yeah, they're not a bad hangover. Yeah, they're not entirely bad if you just have one. Just to those and, are too hood for me now. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing I don't see them very often anymore. But <laughs> I'd rather just drink Carta Blanca, forties and shit. Yeah, whatever. same. You know, Caguamas. Whatever. Yep. Cheap mm-hmm. and affordable. And For they sure. do the job, dude. For sure. Get the job done. So, 
I think um uh, now in your opinion, yeah. Who had a who was a better singer of the three? Blaze, Bruce, Paul. Now we're talking about in terms of talent because obviously the other two only had two albums each. Yeah. So you really don't know the totality of what they could have done with Iron Maiden. Their potential. We, we don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will say that I think Bruce is the it is Iron Maiden with without Bruce. a doubt. Like he you know? takes it, dude. He, mm-hmm. he is the he is the singer. Yeah. Because um, I heard Bruce Dickinson do uh, tracks off the first two albums, yeah. and he just absolutely kills. Um, Paul Diano, dude. There's yeah. no comparison whatsoever yeah. at all. Especially Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Killers. Yeah. Um, all those songs, like... All the songs that Paul Diano did, Bruce just did them better. Yeah. He did them better, dude. Yeah. And it just shows you, like, how how badass of a vocalist yeah. he, he's been, like, in his career. Like, he's a yeah. badass vocalist. Yeah, for sure. An amazing singer. Yeah. An amazing frontman, like he's he's still doing it right now. Yeah. He's still producing albums. He's still yeah. he's still doing pumping it stuff out. And, yeah, and, and and he's still. I mean, come on, dude. They have like they have what they have a soccer team. I think. Oh yeah, they, they own a soccer team. Yeah, they play in the soccer team. They're doing their beer. You know, they're just doing everything. You know, and not a lot of and that's and this is another reason why I say they hit the international jackpot. Like, not a lot of bands could do that. Not a lot of bands have the luxury, or I mean, by by hard work. These guys did everything by hard work. They worked their, yeah. their, their asses off. They to, really did. To get everywhere they got. But in terms of, like, you know, not every band has a beer. They don't have commercial success. Like, they right. know how to, like, market Eddie. Yeah. The brand. Yeah. The name. Yeah, dude. These guys hit the jackpot, man. And the same way Metallica hit the jackpot, you know. Like, they could have retired a long-ass time ago if they really yeah. wanted to, you know. Um, and I think... Um, I still think like which era is the best. Well, I'm gonna go with probably 80s for sure for 80s era. Oh, same. Um, um, do you have any any personal favorite songs? Like some of your favorites? Yeah, um, the prophecy. Um, obviously, hallowed be thy name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. The duelist. There's a bunch of songs. There's too yeah. many songs There's to too many. But for sure, my favorite album has to be Somewhere in Time, without a doubt. Okay. For sure. I think... Um, what about you? Do you have a favorite album? Uh, Flesh of the Blade... Uh, album? I'm I'm with... Flesh of the Blade? I'm dude, stuck, hell yeah. I'm stuck with Power Slave, Number of the Beast, and Iron Maiden. Like, <sighs> I'm stuck between those three. Yeah. Like, that's a good luck between yeah. those three. Um... They're all good albums. Yeah. Peace of Mind's an excellent yeah. album as well. Seventh Son of a Seventh yeah, Son of a Seventh 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 Son of a kind of like in the early Son of a Seventh I don't know. They just it, they they weren't doing it like as no, badass as they were yeah, it in the earlier day. It wasn't hitting. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Maybe it was just between themselves. You know, maybe they got comfortable. You know, yeah. Metallica got comfortable. 
and other bands get comfortable and you, you see that and it shows but they produced so much like good albums in the past already that yeah. we're to a certain extent like we're we're expecting like I know greatness. I know you know like we're expecting another number of the beast yeah we're hopeful for it. Yeah, I don't think it's fair, huh? Like, yeah. it's not fair for us. They already gave us so many, like, good yeah. albums for us to be like, oh, yeah. where's the next number of the Beast, guys? Yeah, it's no shaking so long. Yeah. I think, um, I, I think you're right, man. Um, but I think, you know, we should probably let's go over to the next segment because I think we did cover Iron Maiden pretty well. Yeah. Um, I know for sure our next, the next band we're going to cover. Uh, thoroughly would probably be in more extreme genre um, death or black metal and um, or maybe a combination of both mm-hmm. um, but like I told you guys we're gonna go back to album uh, recommendations yeah and I'll I'll go first mm-hmm. um, you do you have yours right yeah okay so I'm gonna go with mine uh, there's this band that kind of has this dirty um, stoner rock Desert Rock, Sludge, Sound. And they're called Super Seed. Okay. Um, and it's a self-titled album. It's their, it's their debut album. It's called Super Seed. Uh, S-E-E-D, Seed. I actually did a review of them on Metal Temple. And I was like, man, what is this bullshit? I'm going to get another fucking... You didn't like it initially? No, no, no. Like... I saw the cover art. And I oh, was okay. like, man, this is going to be another fucking Beachy Stoner Metal you know, Mamala, yeah. like, bullshit album, and I'm, I'm tired of this, you know. I'm tired of, um, you know, check it out, it's over here with the girl. Like, I got tired of listening to a lot of, like, stoner metal and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. to me, it's boring. Yeah. Because, you know what, I'll just listen to Black Sabbath, or I'll just listen to Trouble, you know what I mean? I right. Don't, I don't need to listen to all this stuff that's, like, sludgy like that. So I was expecting... But there's so many different sounds. There's so many different sounds, man. Yeah. That you're just like, God damn it. it they just they didn't pigeonhole themselves into one style of this of this uh, stoner rock. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they have a bit elements of metal. They have elements of, of, of psychedelic. They have elements of everything, man. Yeah. And so it's a very well... It's a complete album, man. For, it's for everybody. It's not going to be just metalheads and whatever. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear all kinds of people be listening to it. Okay. So I for sure recommend Super Seed and um, I think I gave them like a 9 out of 10 on uh, on my review for them. So definitely a solid band and I recommend them for everybody. If you want maybe even just a little bit something different than yeah. your typical metal rock stuff, this is a good uh, album to check out. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I need to start uh, getting into bands like that. But I yeah. mean, you have the means of like because people send you bands, yeah. right, that yeah. you're not familiar with to review. Exactly. Um, yeah. I need to start getting like more familiarized with bands as such. Yeah. Know, so I can expand my my horizons, I guess, yeah. when it comes to music. Because I'm just, I guess you could say I'm kind of stuck with like a genre. Yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Like I want to learn. Yeah. I'm going to be learning here yeah. in this show. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing too that I always say is uh, don't be afraid to go beyond and you have to be open minded. Yeah, be definitely open minded. And 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 then what's weird is that since I was doing reviews, like I have I've been viewing everything objectively and not been already already dismissing it. Right. You know what I mean? Even though I kind of felt like that with with this album, I yeah. was like, "Ah, oh, man, another stoner rock." But I was like, "You know what? I want to check it out." 
was I have to check it out? Mm-hmm. And, and I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. So I started to see things more objectively instead of like, fuck, like, you know, instead of taking it for face value, I'll dive into it and then see what's up. Yeah. You know, and that kind of helped me a lot. Um, Dude, I'm definitely in my comfort zone. I think I should have done my homework better because, yeah. like, the band I'm recommending was a band that came to, that played at the 70,000 tons. You know, but maybe for, like, next time if there is, like, if we end up doing the next podcast, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do something that's totally different because I wanted to recommend the the Sound of Steel from Ex Mortis. Yeah. And it's just that this band I've been, like, really into lately. Because yeah. there hasn't been a band that's, like, uh, captivated my attention like yeah. like like this guy's. So that would be, like, the album that I would recommend, The Sound of Steel, which is their newest um, album. Yeah. And it sounds nothing like their like their first album by any means. They've progressed. Is it in, is in it have, sound. like, some dude like Conan Barbarian or some shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, a, that's his, uh, I guess that's his stage name, Conan. Oh, no shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I didn't know. Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, he's been the only uh, consistent member of that band. Yeah. Because I've seen him with, like, other... I remember seeing... I've caught this band several times. Yeah. And he's had, like, other drummers and other bassists. I see. Other guitarists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but... I mean, that's a that's a band that I would um, recommend to people if they're into, uh, like, thrashy, blackened... No, not necessarily blackened. They're neoclassical, um, like, thrash and... Like, like traditional, death, too. Yeah, with, yeah. like, death metal vocals. Yeah. It's an amazing band. I really, yeah. really dig them. Really dig their artwork as well, their album covers so, and their shirts. So, do you think there would be, like, like a... A thrashier neoclassical version of like Manowar, um, a little bit more. I would dare say aggressive, that. a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, they've done. Co- they usually cover like a. On one of their albums, they covered a Beethoven or Mozart, mm-hmm. but they covered it in like a thrashy style with their uh, with the genre. It, yeah, it it goes right. That's like, fucking badass. Well, they yeah, go hand it, in hand. It goes yeah. hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. really fucking cool, dude. Yeah, so I'll hopefully, like, if they come next time, you'll you'll join me because yeah. they're really nice guys. Yeah, yeah I know. you missed them. You said you missed I them did. at the uh, seventy thousand times, man. Yeah, I was at five. <laughs> they played yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, I know they pass by a lot too, so I'll mm-hmm. check them out if we ever have a venue. Uh, Reels, right? Um, I know that they're they're super young, super nice yeah. dudes. So that's cool. Yep. Um, I'll have to check that album out because I know I've been very, very interested because I've been mm-hmm. seeing the name pop out a lot. So I'm like, yeah. I definitely got to check that out. Yeah, they ended up, uh, I ended up uh, listening to this band because of uh, Destruction. They were opening for Destruction and, and Tricky Falls. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's such a bummer. I'm still I'm still mad that we're no longer going to have a Tricky Falls, man. Yeah. It bums me out, David. Yeah, it it's, uh, makes all the difference in the, having a solid place for bands to just come through and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you know, we don't have anything anymore but then again it's our responsibility as metalheads to like support the the yeah, scene and true. like the venues and the bars and yeah I think that's and that's tough dude you know yep Cause it's a it's an El Paso thing I guess I don't know what it is um and then you know I kind of want to talk about our next bring back album reviews uh, so what we did is we decided to go ahead and each each person was going to talk about uh, 
was going to pick an album. They're going to cover it and go over it. I'll go first. Uh, I went ahead and I decided to pick Evergrey. Uh, and the album's called The Atlantic. It's a, uh, really a, a, I want to say a, a, a concept album. Nautical theme. Nautical as an um, aquatic water ocean. Um, and it's definitely, I think, one of the comeback albums. I The last few albums from Evergrey, I was very uh, not impressed <laughs> with yeah. the last few albums they've done. Uh, Tomas, Tomas England had been kind of, uh, what can you say? You know, he's kind of had a few members come in and out, you know, past several years. And so I, I don't I don't feel like they had been up to par. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now listening to the Atlantic, I kind of feel like they brought back bits from In Search of the Truth. Uh, they kind of went back to um, Recreation Day, a little bit of Monday Morning Apocalypse, and a little bit of the Inner Circle, kind of all mixed into one. Uh, and it's it's an amalgam of just like everything that they've done, I think. Yeah. Um, and if you listen to, I think some of those songs that are uh, that really, 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 really stand out, mm-hmm. the departure, uh, weightless, all I have, a silent arc, uh, the title, a secret Atlantis. They have a lot of fucking good songs. This ocean, and <clears throat> it has a very you know like gent, yeah, that style. There's a bit of a gent in the guitars, but not too like of an asshole sort of thing they're not trying to be they don't jerk off they're not jerking off they're not trying to be gent okay i'm just saying it's just it sounds genty mm-hmm. um and evergrey is a band that if they were they used to be at inside out records and evergrey to me is a band that if you like devin townsend or a devin townsend project or uh anything that devin has done solo not streppy young lad there's parallels with evergrey and devin because Tomas has these beautiful, clean, sultry, you know, like, dare I say, sexy vocals that he's, <laughs> he's you know, very, like, oh, hello. Like, yeah. you start listening to it, it's, like, pretty sexy, you know what I mean? I love his vocals, but it, there's heaviness to it. There's, like, this heaviness that comes with the guitars and just everything, you know? And if you like, if, if you guys know Devin, he does sort of the same thing. Not raspy or sultry, but he has amazing, clean vocals. Mm-hmm. So if you dig... Devin, and, and by the way, Devin was also on Inside Out too, by the way. But uh, right now, Evergrey are on um, AFM Records. They're not on Inside Out anymore. Um, Evergrey is a solid album. Um, the Atlantic is a solid album to check out if you if if anything. Definitely, I think a comeback album. If you if you have not dug the recent maybe four three three. Three or four releases, mm-hmm. for sure. This is a a fucking outstanding album. I would give it a four out of five. Rob Halfies. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think I'm gonna end up listening to that album when yeah. I go home later on, dude. Yeah, I it's, need to scope it out. Yeah, it's a, it's an excellent album because it's not. And I think this is a good uh, a good direction for you too. Yeah, because it's heavy as fuck. Okay, but then there's clean vocals, and it's like you get all kinds of different sounds. Oh, nice. So it's not just like. Um, you're not going to get bombarded with, with all kinds of weirdness or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a solid album. So you're going to dig it without having like a few beers or like. Right. Yeah. Okay. For sure. 
So yeah, definitely four out of five Rob Halfords. Nice, nice. So I got homework, and I ended up reviewing... <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a float sim and jet sim. Yeah, boy. Uh, and I remember you telling me, hey, dude, do an album review and then listen to this uh, album. Yeah. And I remember my friend was, uh, I think he bought the, the vinyl. The vinyl looked pretty sick. It was oh, an this orange album? vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what caught my attention was like the, I guess the mascot and it was already in 3D. But dude, it's an amazing album. I really, yeah. really dug it. Like the first track was called, uh, it's called Prisoner of Time. Yeah. And what stands out, it's like the bass, and that's like the first track. Yeah. So, I mean, right from the get-go, I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? Like, yeah. this is fucking badass, dude. The double bass pedal stands out, too. On the whole album, like, the drummer and the bass stick out. Not to mention the fucking, uh, the vocalist, dude. Amazing yeah. badass. Yeah, he's fucking. he's always great, yeah. Uh, so, uh, track number two, Control, uh, what is it? Yeah, Control. It's amazing fucking song. Track number six, Architects of Eight. Uh, track eight, Unwelcome Surprise. It had an amazing fucking solo. Well, that's all I could say. Um, <laughs> so, there's a song called The Good good and Bad. And that's exactly what I'm going to give you right now. The Good and Bad of the, of the or I guess, the review of the album. Overall, yeah. So, the good thing about it is that it's heavy, dude. It's fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's thrashy. Uh, the bad thing about it is that it might become somewhat repetitive. Like, there's just track after track that it's like, okay. So, some like, filler. Yeah. But, I mean, like, overall, it's a good album because we don't have that type of music being produced right now. Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a band that's Arizona thrash. Yes. Um, they're still playing. Yeah. I wish I could see them, like, someday. Yeah. Uh, I would give it a five out of five healthies, and the only reason I'm not gonna do that is because like the the monster on the on the album art, the monster's ripping apart. It's ripping. Uh, he's ripping uh, Lady Liberty's uh, hand, oh, dude. Uh, that's right. Yeah, so he's committing vandalism, and yeah. like I'm against that. It could have yeah. been a perfect album, so I'm gonna give yeah. it four out of five healthies. All right. But overall, good album. Like, okay. good choice. Amazing album, actually. Really, really good album. I dug it. You know, one of my favorites... I'm going to check it out, too, because I think I only heard a couple songs. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna dude. check it out. Uh, like, my my favorite, my favorite Flotsam and Jetsam was uh, High, mm-hmm. 1997. And it has a really cool song called Monster. Fucking Chingon song. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... I Flotsam and Jetsam, those guys were always a little. Do you think it's one of those bands that was always underrated, or? Yeah, I think they're. Definitely it, I underrated. think it's one of those bands that other bigger, more well-known bands should have taken under their wing. Mm-hmm. You know, I. I mean, yeah, I think that's. I think that's. They should fair. have been exposed more. Yeah. I guess I they didn't rub fair. elbows with like. I don't know, and, and and I mean, come on, they're from Arizona. I wonder if they were just in a bad spot. Yeah. You know, you know, but... Uh, Jason Newstead came from that, right? Right. Yeah, they came... I mean, I don't even know if that was even beneficial to him to leave. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> he was treated like shit. He would have been way better I mean, they didn't, that bad. They didn't even fucking put his base on a Justice for All. For real? His mom on his. Fucking dicks. And, I mean, that was one of his... Uh, 
I don't know. That I, I'm, I wonder the potential of how badass it would be. Because I mean, no, there's there's mixes on on YouTube that yeah, have bass. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't they know. have enhanced bass. But I don't know if that's the same thing. Is it, is it the same bass lines, or are they people yeah. that put their bass lines in? I think they're just mixing it with like a like a bass line. They're just putting in. Because see, we don't know what Jason would have done. That's why I don't. I wouldn't trust those mixes because I don't. What the fuck would he have done? You're right. You know, unless he writes a whole, like this is what, uh, this is what I did, and then yeah. you guys do what you do. You know, they um, just need to like re-record it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do too. It's never gonna happen. It's either. not gonna happen. Yeah. And even if they did, it would sound like shit, probably. Why? Uh, uh, they re-recorded you have, it. You have to capture the like the moment of. Yeah, man. Lars ain't the same. Oh, no. Lars is, uh, he's not even I, I, not even a top one hundred drummer in the world. You know, he's really yeah, he's not not even that good. He's a average drummer at best. You yeah. know, and that's from the beginning. From the beginning. You think so? Yeah, from the beginning, he was average. What made him Metallica then? What made him the big? I mean, they had that just fucking frantic sound, just super frantic. Fast, you know. Then you hear him mature, like you said, the peak of his his skills and and justice, uh, which you never heard of ever again. We never did, huh? We never heard it again. He started playing almost fast punk in a in a um, a Saint Anger, yeah. Uh, sort of laid back in Death Magnetic, mm-hmm. um, and then the last was it the last album that came out. I forgot the name. Uh, so why did the Four Horsemen sound so good when I was a little kid? Like, yeah. I mean, it still it's, sounds good. It might have been like, oh shit, I've never heard this. Yeah. I mean, but it's weird because when, when I heard, you know, when I started listening to stuff, I had bought Kill 'Em All. You know, I had, I also had Cowboys from Hell though. Yeah. And then I was listening to Primus, you know, all at the same time. And so I was like, what the fuck? You know, like this, this, this were all different sounds. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. I mean, if if, if Metallica re-recorded, I would like to see actually how uh, the Black Album would sound. They don't even have to re-record it. They they have the masters. They just need to remix it. Yeah, that's all they do. That's all they have to do. <coughs> even if even, look, even if 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 uh, they were to do a petition, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do, do it. it he wouldn't do it. I mean, these guys are so like I don't know. They'll go after you guys for everything, and and, and they just probably won't. They won't do it. I mean, they well, just repackage old material, like remastered, and add like additional shit. They add there. additional live songs. Who gives a fuck? I don't want to hear live songs on a on a CD or outtakes or yeah, like that. I want to if it's a, a live. I want to see the live performance. Give me a Blu-ray. Give me a DVD. That I'll watch live. Yeah, but I don't want a fucking a live album on on CD to listen to while you know in the car or whatever the fuck. I don't want that. Yeah. I thought that was a bunch of bullshit, but live albums—that's a whole other thing. I'm not a big fan, but there's a few out there. Um, mm-hmm. So we're getting up to our our um, the end. This is the end. This is the end. So I think um, overall, I'm gonna wrap up uh, for sure. I think you guys should do the seventy thousand tons of metal tour. Uh, festival sounds fun. Cruise. Sounds like you had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, I don't regret it once. Uh, it was good. Well, money well spent. 
Um, I mean, it kind of sucks that you had to go, you know, take flights and do all this shit. I had, yeah. I had really long layover coming back home, but no big deal. Comes with the territory. Right. Uh, and so, other than that, uh, like I said, next episode on um, episode 13, man, this number just keeps getting bigger, man. So, I'm, yeah. very, I'm very happy and fortunate. And um, I'm glad to have you on board, too. Um, I think there has to be this stability, I think, in bringing back one uh, recommendations, album reviews, and having somebody that I could talk to as well. And just have that stability that the show needs, I think. Yeah. The podcast needs this consistency. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, um, that's something that I'm happy to have you on board for. Cool. Oh, yeah. So I think, so like I said, the next um, the next podcast we're going to cover, um, we're going to dissect another band. And then we'll have a few more questions. You know, some metal questions to see, you know. Leave us some feedback. Yeah. And actually, yeah, leave us feedback, man. Um, if you guys can spread the word, give a like, um, but for sure, if you can do us a favor and leave us feedback so you can know what type of content you guys want. Yeah, man. Cause that's important. Yeah. The more ideas, the more shows are going to be, you know, getting pumped out as fast. So I, I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that being said, guys, metal for passion, not for fashion. Later. Laters. Come